Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When I put in the chat, when he said something, and I remember looking at, obviously, you and JJ, and I was just like, all of us had the same face when he made... I can't remember even what it was about, but we all kind of just sat there and went... And then I put dot, 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 dot in the chat. And then you privately dear me like, you can see that, you wanker. Please don't put that in the thing just in oh, case no, you no. I, I, I definitely hell. will put in the bit where it says, please don't put that in, because I've started every episode with you saying, please don't put that in. <laughs> Sorry, go, go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of Not Another Conspiracy Podcast with our special guest, Mr. Huxley oh, from oh, yeah. the Discord channel. And as usual, we have Dean Sawyer in Michigan and in York. We have... Oh. JJ, sorry, I was blowing smoke into the camera to make it look like stars in their eyes. Like, yeah, like yeah. tonight, guys, I'm gonna eyes. be. <laughs> Paul, he was, he, he was another one, wasn't he? He wasn't. No, he wasn't. It ruined. It, they, it fucked him, and he wasn't one. I oh. always thought yeah. he was. He Half wasn't bad now. No. But anyway, if you ask all the way, what are we referring to? Yes, nonces. Yes, nonces. <laughs> ah, all the way. All the way from Nonceville himself, Ben Mills from Southend on Sea. Everybody, everybody. Hi, hi, the one that Nons. does Huck, most Huck. of the legwork. Hux, where are you from? Speaking of uh, legwork, the Isle of Wight. It's my. Oh! He's not where... far away. Well, JJ's on the other side of the fucking it's world. It's a long but... way from JJ. I love Is the Isle of Wight. Is that flat? Is the Isle of Wight flat? <laughs> <laughs> it is on a plane. <laughs> Uh, I like that. Harry, just oh, not on an aeroplane, just to clarify. <laughs> no, you can get a boat there if you want. <laughs> yeah, uh, in, the, uh, in first where, class. Where in the island? Pulled his curtain across. 
Uh, I'm on uh, the Costa del Ventner, so I get Ooh. to see uh, the beautiful south side of the island and uh, just see, just see, it's beautiful. Oh, that's very nice. I like cows is my favourite part of Isle of Wight. Yep, I was just about yeah, to say cows as well. Cows is the yeah, best bit. Cows, that's where it's I grew up, went to cows high school, what can I say? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but as well, everybody, if you're not aware, Hux is quite possibly one of the biggest MVPs on the channel, even including like us three as yeah. a community like if you're not too sure who hux is he is the one that provides you with all of the relevant information in the youtube uh comment section with the timestamps on every, every single episode including the, the look <laughs> on oh, you see what i mean and if you sign up to the patreon hux will send you a signed copy of those time codes so yeah for listeners hux just out of nowhere he's not even said a fucking dicky bird about it like while we've been setting up he just pulled up a like a grand sheet of a4 paper with every single timestamp listed on there and was that a logo that i saw at the top too no no uh, no uh, i i, I think thought it's, it's I his own logo he's been adding uh, <laughs> i found some emojis of, of some herbs and some uh, aliens for some ah, oh, nice. nice. superb, superb he also does the time codes for the cryptid ramblers podcast that is their stuff's on the disc our discord oh, as well course, and if you yes. haven't checked out callum and scott's podcast it is so good it really is. They do. They do a good job. Um, and it's nice to see people specialise on uh, cryptozoology as well. As yeah. fascinating of a subject it is, and a, and a yeah. pseudoscience. Nice yeah. one, boys. They've yeah, done, really I think they've done five episodes now in the space of us doing like two. And even wearing a Mothman shirt. Oh, nice. And that's and that was literally I picked that out because it like well it just associates with yeah. the, uh, the not another conspiracy podcast community in general, and it's a cryptoid. Uh, yeah, talking so... of clothing. Oh, here we go. He's got, he's... Hey, OG Whoa! Socks, baby! Hey. OG Socks. I can't, oh, wait. On. I can't even get my leg up. <laughs> <laughs> JJ's got... A year right. into lockdown, JJ now can't lift his leg up. <laughs> As well, what we'll say, we just want to... Because you can go to ogsocks.co.uk, or is it .com? Wait. .uk. Want to be sure? It's .co.uk. Use NAC 20% off. Hux, how comfortable are they as a consumer? I have to tell you, I am really down for somebody that likes a cotton-based, uh, slightly elasticated, uh, uh, arch-support sole wow. uh, beautiful sock. I am it down. Is. So when I put them on and, and I thought... from a consumer. Yeah. I thought it was gimmicky. I thought it was, oh, it's all about, you know, the designs. And then when I got them out of the packet and I put them on, I was like, holy shit, these are actually... Oh, it hugs like that. You... I've said that from the beginning myself. Like, it's like you've got a little gnome <laughs> on the bottom of your foot, like a cotton entity sitting again, I'm... just hugging your foot. We're so good at these ads. I like... <laughs> yeah. But... Dollar Shave Club, where are you? Yeah, we like we can't get ads. We need someone to get us some ads because we're gonna get. We're not gonna Tim Dillon these ads and get kicked off. And, and, I mean, we will allude to child molestation in your ads. That's a given. <laughs> but but kids way. can't shave, so we're all right. Exactly. We don't need, we don't need <laughs> that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, they were at, but if you're older, an older gentleman, right? This is my ad now for Dollar Shave Club. If you're an a slightly older gentleman like 18 19 or younger like 15 16 and you're and you're starting to get hair 
but you like the older gentleman. The older gentleman doesn't like the slightly older, like doesn't like the adolescent, does he? Wow. I this think that you're going to go the other way, but we don't want <laughs> Have a shave. Have a shave. <laughs> you can still be. Or if you're older and you don't like boys with hair on their genitals. Shave them. <laughs> Dollarshaveclub.com. <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> Manscaped, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Shave your boyfriend's balls so he looks like a child of manscaped.com. So grim. Oh, <laughs> so grim. Welcome we to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yes, uh, Ben, today's episode. I'm going to let Hux introduce today's episode. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't ah! know. Oh, Where do you start? Where do you start? Huxley, can you get closer to your microphone? I can a little bit, yeah. Oh, Mister, I'll pull that oh, in there. Much better. That's better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, before we start, the face of a new generation. Globe tard. There we go. Wait, so we're gonna let the globe <laughs> shave club. We're gonna let the globe tard introduce this episode. I think. Yep. Okay. File. Can we think of a name at the end? Because I think after we've gone through it all, because I still am unsure about how, like. I think currently. As we're all flat earthers, you're a globe tired. Uh, <laughs> and until you convince us otherwise, you're uh, a globe tired. I'd rebuke, if you will. Okay, right. So the story so far. Um, so uh, lockdown happened. Uh, the first lockdown happened, and I, uh, uh, my my job. I'm a magician by trade, so that went out the nice. window. No and way. Never, never met a magician by trade. Now this different. podcast is going to be all be about magic. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Hey, no, I don't, because I haven't got anything to hand right now. But anyway, ah. so, yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Flies out of nowhere. Where you go, I'll see what I can do. Right, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, so I, I uh, my second job, well, I like I work past part time in a post room, and so uh, I, uh, I'm a bit like an elf. I, I get Santa's orders. I make the little toys. I package them up and wrap them and put them into big sacks. And work for a slightly tubby man with a beautiful beard who giggles a lot. Ooh. So it's it's, a, it's an elf job, you know. And uh, I love a good conspiracy. And so I happened to type in literally the word conspiracy uh, and uh, found really. And I think I was even looking at conspiracies and long twenty-minute video plus because I just wanted something to listen to whilst I was doing the work and stuff. And I stumbled, and I'm pretty sure I stumbled on the first one. I think it was Paul is dead, and I was like, I know this conspiracy. Uh, and it it resonated. SEO. That's me. SEO, that is, guys. Yeah. That's SEO. Old school, like. <laughs> so, and it resonated with me for several reasons because I love a good conspiracy, and this one specifically was told to me in a. We often went around with mates, and we'd uh, we'd have cups of tea, and uh, we'd have afternoons where we just gather together, literally sort of nine or ten of us around a cup of tea table with a cup of tea all arguing or putting our fingers on our noses to decide on who's going to go and make the cups of tea. And yeah. uh, my mate uh, Radish came in and uh, he was chatting Radish. about something. Radish. He's a, he's a legend. Do you have a and red face? <laughs> he, he, sometimes he does. Yeah. And uh, he, he said something about uh, the Beatles rumour Paul is dead. And I was like, no, John is dead. Like, And he was like, no, Paul is dead. And I was like, what are you talking about? John got like... And he right. went, Do you not know this? Tap, 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 and brought up like Paul is dead. And I literally ran through it. And they sat in awe watching me take in this conspiracy for the first time. Oh my God, have you guys heard about this? this is 
And so, and I love it because it is a weird one. I think personally, I think it's a bit too far fetched. But save I that for it. another episode. Save that for another episode. Yeah, There's plenty more. But, <laughs> but yeah, you can't but, debunk all of our episodes. No, I'm not going to debunk it. No, but I just I think the <laughs> idea of if 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 you knew that there was a conspiracy going around about you boys, you would play up on it. So right. I just yeah. I love that theory. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. Cut to episode 14, I think, your podcast on it like that. You've had a few. We've covered a few conspiracies across the way. Right, yeah. And you had your first special guest for a New Year's special, Mr. David Weiss. And what he was like, guy. come on here to, to sell. Sci- you didn't say doctor, scientist, actual professional man, David Weiss. Professional David man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, you told us all in the in the Discord, and we were there. And you said uh, there's a guy coming on. He's going to spiel the spiel about flat Earth. And like there was a lot of ups and downs. People, were, what what's the point? And I was very much not in that camp. I was like, yeah, I I've looked a little bit into this, but I'd like to understand what it is that where they can come out with these outlandish claims. So I was quite interested. Outlandish. But... <laughs> come on. <laughs> A bit. <laughs> so um, I so I was interested, but then obviously I was quite healthily in the Discord coming out with questions. So you go, all right, well, then if you get the chance, then ask him this, and then I maybe ask him this. And I came up with a list of questions and bits, which you did manage to knock out maybe one or two of them, but you didn't answer them. But right, you, right. you got them out. I appreciate that. But... I mean, <laughs> considering how much we all talk normally on our podcast, I, I think that was probably our quietest episode. I think you can probably hear our voices once or twice in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking at each other and then, you know. <laughs> absorbing, absorbing the truth is what we were doing. That's... Yeah. So whilst this is going on, and this is the weirdest thing, because I had a crazy, you had the fucking, you had an ups and downy roller coasty night whilst you listened to David Spiel and Spiel. I was sat in my kitchen looking at my phone, right? Because you guys were putting shit on the Discord server going, well, one out of three of us is now a flat earther. And I'm going, what the fuck has he said? Like, is there some kind of amazing evidence? And then, like, dot, dot, dot. Now, two out of three of us. Rosetta Stone of fucking Flat Earth, and he has literally shown it to you guys. And you, and then, oh, that's three out of three. And I'm, oh my god, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> okay, so before we get into into Huxley's, Huxley's, before we get into Huxley talking about his uh, rebuke of uh, of David West, how many of us are actually Flat Earthers? No. Yeah, I'm not like 100% a flat earther, <laughs> but I'm definitely, I'm definitely just, I'm definitely more about the, 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 yes, the, he, the outside. referred to as the outside. Yeah, I'm into that. That's yeah. what I'm into. And it's not yeah. because I'm choosing to ignore that the earth is flat. I'm choosing to ignore that the way that we acknowledge our reality. I'm not yeah. saying the earth is flat. I'm not saying it's a shape of any sort because I genuinely, like I said, I don't give a fuck. I don't care whether yeah. it's flat or fucking <laughs> oval or like internal. It's an I don't care if it's like a <laughs> or it's like a halo as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like I don't care. But I'm very interested in that that outside mm. part, and I think that's why he left it to last because he was yeah. very much like, 
but think about this theory. What about this? <laughs> so everyone forgets about Flat Earth. Who gives a fuck about it? It's all about He's that now talking thing. about, yeah, like yeah. interdimensional outside fucking Extra, Earth yeah, they, life like, and shit like, like that. Extraterrestrials and stuff. Yeah, and but what did he call them? He was like, he didn't Oh, no, yeah, into. Yeah, because I called interterrestrial. It was like I. Shit, like, it was like no, I had refused referred... to call them aliens, didn't he? He was like they're extra, extra terrain. Well, yeah, terrain it, it was. Like, yeah. It was like I just referred to someone as a midget, and he instantly was like, <laughs> "Excuse me, small person." Like that's how I felt. Like, <laughs> sorry, not it, extraterrestrial. Uh, call them yeah, aliens yeah. around here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it was as well that end segment, like JJ was saying, he was more intrigued about the outside elements and then when he started tapping into the idea of like interdimensional beings in a like from a different dimension that we can't see that obviously perked my ears up and as jj said we could be living inside a fucking peanut for all i care like yeah. that shit just in interdimensional 4d shit and beings that are 4d and that we can't see because we're 3d like that shit is where mm. i'm like okay i'm listening even more so and that's, the, that's the, where the numbers were coming from. One of the main things that I was really interested in was that, you know, they, so we've spent all our times as humans, like not all our time, but most of the time, presuming in our lifetime, the, the earth is round. Sure. So to me, the idea that, that, you know, there's many other planets is like the idea that there's loads of marbles on a flat plane or loads of marbles on a flat bench. Whereas right. in he just, he simplified it down and just went, there is no marbles. It's just a flat bench, and the flat yeah. bench could go on for yeah. billions of fucking miles. Could be the longest bench you've ever seen. Miles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I. It makes just, it easier to comprehend. Like I right, admired yeah. his, his kind of the balls of him, and I really oh, God, liked yeah. the idea of the, the the infinite plane, and then over the wall is more and more and more. At, but. I just can't believe the Earth is flat, and I know it's. I know we're going to get so much shit for this episode from from the flat Earth. From all the people that subscribed we, and commented, we totally respect. Time. We totally respect David, and even Absolutely. though Hux is about to rip him a new one, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, respect him, I respect him. Uh, I respected how he approached it, how he was quite open to criticism, and I really like the idea of um, the the infinite like we're just in a we're just in one pod it's a timeless yeah it's like and, it's like the inside of a tree the rings just go out and yeah. out and out and out and, and sort of the, but in reality but my reality i don't i i still think that the world we see around us is purely a simulation of our own consciousness yeah because because the world is so fucked and because it's such a strange place we can't comprehend the reality so we've built this simulation type thing around us and our conscious only shows us the stuff we want to see and mm. i think that is more what his flat earth thing felt like to me comes from yeah it felt more like this is the reality that we just built this globe reality but the you reality see, is far more scary i mm. didn't i didn't get that but like even we shouldn't be talking about this really i didn't get that i got more of the fact that he was talking about what i felt he was talking about was if they'll hide one thing from you, what else would they hide from you? That was the kind of, that was the kind of questioning that I got from it because right, yeah, ben, yeah. ben just said there, oh, well, you you said about yeah. the trees, Dean, but then the trees do have many things going outwards, like a tree grows outwards, but it also grows taller. 
and so like uh, but if you're just that little thicking that little thing at the bottom and you're constantly looking up you always want to know whereas in if if whoever is in control of all this just goes you don't have a fucking chance of getting up there boy let's just tell you that the earth is flat and then you don't have to worry about anything else so i started to think maybe the flat earthers are the ones who are being controlled by the system because if you believe that the earth is flat and you can only travel in miles and you can't travel in dimensions or levels she sure. would then be like well he's flat i'm not unless i grow you know very tall or yeah. get very they, fast they, they, they i'm almost, not going anywhere yeah they're believing that there is nothing else like they've they go no there is no universe there's no space because the earth is flat and it's all made up but that's anyway, probably why they invented anyway, that yeah. fucking probably why they invented that fucking system where it just keeps getting bigger and bigger yeah. Like a map on a computer game, yeah. like a DLC, like you said. Right, Hux. Yeah, sorry, Hux. <laughs> now is your time to tell us about the globe. Uh, for the audio listeners, I've been sat here shaking my head for the last five minutes. Yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know where to start. So, so yeah, so the podcast got launched, and I listen to it in anticipation in fact i even i i dedicated time away from work so i could sit there and thanks man that's fucking sick uh, <laughs> just purely because i really wanted to that's know sick. what the hell he was talking about what this crazy information that would turn three of these like bl- beautiful <laughs> blokes which i have seen pick apart the most crazy conspiracy theories be duped by something so fucking crazy so, <laughs> oh, I went good salesman, that's what it was. <laughs> with a fine tooth comb and found there was 43 key points. Now, I'm not going to say there's 43 <laughs> inconsistencies that are easily debunked and debuted, but then right, they right. kind of are. Uh, but then, I mean, <laughs> not like that, actually, they are. <laughs> what, one, though, one of them I agreed with, and two of them were just me bitching, but then, yeah, but so... Uh, so it started off so the first point really just weirded me out because he from out of the gate he said yes I'm the one from the Netflix documentary so he wanted to get that one out the way and he said and his words were the light experiment worked but Netflix won't release the footage so he said that they did the light experiment Netflix turned off the cameras or they still were filming and then they did manage to do the experiment but they haven't released that footage well you straight away know what, uh, uh, like the Data Protection Act here is in England. Well, of course, they, right. yeah. Well, they've got something called the Federal Trade Commission in USA, which is their version. So, if he wants to get the rushes, he fucking could get the rushes. So, what's his problem? Are you trying to tell me that in that experiment, nobody got their phone out to prove that they could do it? Why have right. they repeated this whole like experiment that worked? You know, so I, sure, but I, I, I believe that I brought him up on that because I said. First thing when he came up with that experiment was, I, I think I did say, oh, the one that was proved wrong. Because the, the first part was, oh, his batteries had run out on his fucking laser pen that he bought from a guy <laughs> outside the Eiffel Tower. Do you know what I mean? He had this <laughs> shitty little laser pen and he put pinbricked a hole through some fucking MDF and then shot. And then he was like, oh, yeah, you're talking about that one. Well, the next one with the, the sticks. I was like, yeah. that one didn't fucking work either. You yeah, know, so like, he said, then, he said that they, they, they packed up all their cameras and uh, and then they oh, did the yeah. experiment or something like yeah, they, that. Yeah, that was it. It was like works. they called it a day and they started packing down. And then and that does, we... It does lend itself to um, that the slip theory of, uh, and quantum slip theory, doesn't it? That when the cat when they're not watching the yeah. 
they they act as a wave and when they are watching they act randomly or something don't they yeah yeah that's right, the, yeah. that's what we were talking about with the simulation theory thing. debunked debunked so, <laughs> okay, so, so it works as long as no one's watching okay yeah. fair, fair. all right so fair. david wins that one it works, it works. <laughs> But, we should but, definitely get a scorecard on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, <laughs> it works for me watching. <laughs> but, but David got a uh, lot easier time than you did, actually, Hux. Yeah, <laughs> oh, mate. He, uh, that, that's like a valid point, though. Like, straight from the... Yeah. Like he was saying, like Hux was saying, sorry, straight out the gate, and he's yeah. immediately shutting down, like, the biggest, like... Yeah. like red herring of it all I, I think that's when you uh accidentally typed the dot 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 in the, <laughs> in the chat was yeah, like when but... it was like going oh just word filming that's it five <laughs> minutes into it and i'm like bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so from there he went on to saying about flat earth society is a government controlled disinformation site okay this is an interesting point where's the evidence to corroborate this because i looked it up and i also i've got a website and i also pay the extra five pound a year so that no one can look up my website so they can't find out my email address sure as how i couldn't find out who actually runs the flat earth society's email so it could be it might not be what i found really interesting about this was he really wanted to distance himself from the flat earth society every time f f e s uh like f s e no what is it called flat earth f e s was mentioned or flat earth society he very much was wanting to distance himself away from it so going through their website i found it quite interesting because some of the shit that they do like the bedford level experiment is very much like david's night like the netflix light experiment oh. so the maps and the diagrams the explanation of his suns and the moon cycles is very similar to how oh. david portrays it in his app <laughs> you're right dean what have you done <laughs> had an earthquake. that's dean. the fbi yeah. <laughs> david david weiss <laughs> like, all right dave, i'll mate. think of that the word the earth is flat <laughs> I traveled here and I didn't leave. The, I just traveled here on a straight line. I didn't go up. I didn't go down. Um, no, but you, yeah, like the distancing of the flat Earth thing was 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 crazy though because he did say like that I've got nothing to do with those guys, but they're not. Yeah, they are quite similar. So the fact that he wants to distance themselves was really interesting. There was also there's an interesting bit because the guy that started it off, his name was Samuel Burley Roth Rothbotham. And his nickname or his pseudonym was Parallax. Now, this has come Parallax. up with you, Dean. Like, somewhere along the lines in one of the conspiracies we've talked about before, Parallax has come up. Um, yeah. Weirdly, uh, Parallax, so if you put your finger in front of your face, pointing upwards, and you close your right eye and you look at something sort of behind your finger, and then you close your left eye and look at something behind your finger yeah. and you'll see your finger moves, that's parallax. Mm -hmm. So it's the distance between two points looking at the same object. So um, if you, for instance, uh, well, I'll talk about it in a bit, but one of the things that um, uh, a guy did was him and his mate took photographs of the ISS as it shot in front of the moon. So anything that shoots in front of something is called a transit. So he okay. took photographs of the transit of the ISS going across the moon. His mate took same photographs. They compared the footage, did the data, Tri triangulated it and not only can you find out how big the ISS is how fast it's moving how high it is from the earth so it's all through you know geography trigonometry 
stuff yeah. that I did not pay any attention of in school. <laughs> it's funny because so, yeah. that's one of the first things that you mentioned in the chat was the parallax thing. Because I remember, yeah. I remember thinking, yeah, because when you do look at things like at a shorter distance, the parallax is quite obvious. Whereas in when you look at it further away, it's not. But then obviously, on a grand scheme of things. It's different, obviously, when you're talking about more gigantic scales, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But then again, parallax, parallax theory, uh, theorem or whatever would still be the same if the Earth was flat. Am I not correct? Uh, I think that was what... one. I just it was weirdly it was his pen name. So the guy that started off the oh, right, okay. astronomy, his nickname or his he signed stuff parallax. But the zytetic, zy, zy, I can't even say it. Zetetic astronomy guide, which is we're talking uh, 1881, a four, 430 page booklet, um, is where you will find nearly all of the bases from these flat earth theories. If you go back and you go through history to like who come up with this and who come up with that, that's where you'll find that all of those points will start originating from. So if you have a look at that and have a read through it, some when of it that? is interesting, most of it inaccurate, but that's by the way. But when was, so, when was that produced, that that first that thing? The pamphlet, yeah. uh, the page first page pamphlet was in 1840, uh, six, sorry, 16-page pamphlet in 1849, uh, which he later expanded... So that that is uh this is an english medical doctor and inventor of zytetic astronomy the earth is not a globe based on his decade-long scientific studies of the earth published a 16-page pamphlet in 1849 which he later wow. expanded into a 430 page book in 1881 wow what yes. mental i bet he had i bet he had syphilis <laughs> <laughs> There's wow. a oh, <laughs> right just from child molesting. I was gonna say that guy never had sex. If he, fucking, <laughs> if he if he started with a 16 page pamphlet and then he brought a 400 page book, he wasn't doing much for a fucking good no. few years. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to just to point that out, though, that's how the, the that theory is the way that the Egyptians did essentially do uh, like what not trigonometry, is. but that's how they worked out how things were over a long fucking time and i don't oh, think right. it was over a, a, a period of 100 years i think it was a period of like and they measure it with a shadow almost like a, a what was it a sundial sundial yeah, yeah but it was do you want to do yeah. aristosthenes or do you want to do egyptians because you're jumping ahead boys i've got oh, to... right. sorry. <laughs> sorry 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 go on. sorry go on back to back to the uh to the speech or uh no no I, like I'm, you... I'm just annoyed that you haven't got uh slides is don't yeah. don't don't because I have because David, David had slides so let's put another let's put another win <laughs> yeah. on David. David right. had slides. I tried to set the slides up right, and it just, <laughs> is that what that backdrop wrong. is behind you? <laughs> no, did you, you had an aurora borealis come up a minute ago, and it was gorgeous, right? And I was like dicking around with my zoom settings to try and do it, right? And I cannot get that. I cannot get that for like all of this just doesn't work unless I've got a completely flat screen. So I've tried to get visuals and I thought, hang on, I'm trying to explain yeah. visuals to audio okay. podcast list. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, the audio podcast. For the audio listeners, yes, this is perfect for them. Um, however, uh, I have all of my documentation and whatnot. I oh, bought, what I do is release the notes in the Discord. So oh, everything that I have bowl. found. All of the the key points of interest. On a special channel. It, 
Um, they're all <laughs> going to be on the Discord, which you can get for free. So if you sign up to Discord, that's what you can do. So, well, oh, that's, you that's do. what Hooks is saying. Hooks is saying now you can get it for free, but actually you have to subscribe to the fourth tier of the podcast. <laughs> which, <laughs> Hooks does receive 10% off, so... Oh, yeah, uh, and it's yeah. £50 a month. <laughs> and a free bikini. Okay. And a free bikini. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, David said... Uh, his words were, nobody can go below the 60th degree or independently explore Antarctica. And then followed by, in 1957, Admiral Byrd found a place and then the Antarctic Treaty pops up and that can't be changed until 2047. So... Yeah, this, is, fucking... this, right, this is going to be the most interesting part for me because this I didn't understand when he was talking about it. I was like, that's mental. Why can't that happen? So this better be a good explanation because... Yeah, oh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm eager. I am I'm reasonably happy to be able to voice it. Okay, so there's two big things to pick apart there. The 60th degree part comes from the treaty. Um, the independently explored part has a little bit of truth to it, but there's two big factors to consider when it comes to Antarctica. One, there's fuck all there. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. Mr. Debunker. <laughs> what I mean by that is, uh, in regards to infrastructure, uh, hospitals uh, like RNLI, fucking safety. No lifeboats. You know, yeah. like, get to sort you out if you end up in the shit, right? Mm. So, uh, uh, limited Which medical is... facilities, no backup. If you want to know what it's like to live in Antarctica, I found amazing 15-minute YouTube video, which I'm going to put the links in the Discord bits. And it goes through such the entirety of why it's such a ball lake. There's <laughs> between three and six months of the year that you can go out there, mm. um, and that's between November and around February. And a lot of the people that go out there, they do, they, they don't really... They, <laughs> do. <laughs> they die. So uh, the penguins eat them. <laughs> but do penguins taste good? No one talks about this. No, hang no on, one right. knows. <laughs> and if we go to when we go to Antarctica on our flat Earth trip, which if you sign up to tier twenty, fund it. <laughs> tier five, yeah. it's up there. You get tier Thunder five. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, yeah, well, either, that, either that or Disneyland. We don't know. Well, I've had I've had reservations about that whole Antarctic trip. I will go if it's in the <laughs> middle of their months, right? And we're flying in, taking photos next to the pole, and flying the fuck out. Because, right, after reading these stories and watching these videos, man, penguin so barbecue, mate. <laughs> six months of the year in the main South Pole uh, Antarctic station, there is only forty-five people that live there, and they are the maintenance engineer that deals. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's one doctor, and that one, everyone has to have psych evaluations, especially the doctor, like two is two psych evaluations. That sounds they fucking horrible. I, I want to go there and test them. They have <laughs> to have their appendix out, the doctors. Oh, of course, yeah. They cannot get ill for six months. There is no way, with an asterisk, to get anyone out if they get stuck in Can't the winter. Can we just time. go over the ice wall into the other lands? Shut <laughs> 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 down. So if someone was to get ill and they needed treatment and it's only been attempted, so I don't know whether it's succeeded, but it's been attempted three times, right? They have to go up to a Canadian company that deals with two-seater planes. They have to fly them and the plane down to the bottom of the globe. 
right? They have to go from Argentina, wait for a week till the weather is right, to fly in at night time. Okay, for some, I can't remember why it was at night, but they they have about eight because of the lights in the snow, the light reflecting on the snow. Yeah, yeah. they've got eight minutes to land, get the fucking person on, refuel, and get off before they freeze to the runway. Right? If you sign up for tier eight of the Patreon, (laughs) we will do that for you guys. We will hijack a a small aircraft from Southend bloody airport. This is it. Podcast Flash Lads is in in English Channel (laughs) trying to reach Antarctica. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'd get some recognition and maybe some, like, you know, decent, uh, you know. It'll probably be my like pod, pod class. They said, podcast they said crashes and burns before it gets to the Isle of Wight to pick, <laughs> to pick hooks up. They they said their other friend joining them is stuck at Leeds Airport. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for him at Leeds Airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck>. um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so we're not. We're, but we will. Yeah. But we will be going to Antarctica. Don't even say so. It's a point. So Hooks is. It's two yeah. one. To He's not finished yet. Not, I'm sure there's probably more reasons. So. So this. Well, that leads us quite nicely into the second reason. It's a tad cold. We're talking minus sixty <laughs> below because of these, right? Uh, I've got so, North Face uh, coat. So we should then oh, enter no, well. Spray. <laughs> um, oh, the other thing that I wanted to point out is that uh, nearly if you. If you're looking at Antarctica on a map, sort of like all of the northwest section, the entirety of the northwest section, you can't have any ski doos or any motorized equipment. Why? So anything, why? Because there's weather stations and atmospheric condition stations, and part yes. of the treaty is because yes. it's those, mar- those quotation marks and speech marks. Yes, there <laughs> are. Is that why? Because it, no, because it's science. Buy. And it's atmospheric. If you was to drive one ski do like in the wrong place, then it buggers up all of the, the atmospheric bits. So that particular section, there's a quarter of it that you just can't. So there's no what driving of any diesel vehicles. All right. So what if you, if you just like skied for it? Well, let's enter into the fray. Our friend, uh, Henry Worsley. This is what you I've call him. double hard bastard, right? Yeah. Um, he, along with He's Arnold, dead. Yeah. <laughs> he got Pretty hit much. by a penguin. <laughs> uh, maybe now, yeah, yeah. Along with Ernest Shackleton's crew and so oh, many Shackleton. others failed in their quest, uh, <laughs> didn't make it home because of the conditions down there really not fit for human. Um, if you watch this linked three minutes and 38 second video, you can watch his last video diaries where he sent them off before he like when i can't handle it anymore this is it i'm giving up bye see you later that's fucking do you know what this did, sounds to me like john carpenter's the thing like life uh, yes, that's experience. Exact, when he was talking about this fucking station with the doctor i was like it <laughs> sounds like the thing oh i'm just like nah i'm so, starting like, to uh, just david get a point for having a slightly better reality <laughs> yeah well i mean if, the, the, well, if you want to go to reality the, so the 60th green mark is a really interesting one because it is a very wide stretch of water before you hit Antarctica. So the claim is like, like, do you, do you know how many like boats that would have to patrol to stop people from going? And the fact that there is yeah. pleasure cruises that go there and you can go to the edge of it and you can get off and take photographs with the penguins and you can fly there. Like we should do that one where there's professionals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a way you don't die. The cruise, also, the cruise. I'm thinking of a pay-per-view right now where none of us are involved apart from Hooks and David. 
and we can, <laughs> we can watch it live. Oh no, but maybe like, uh, we get to decide. We vote. We vote on what they do next. Oh man, like a live be stream like, vote, like. Kind of like the idea abroad kind of vibe, <laughs> where David's like, "Come on, man, we'll we'll show it's you." It's a wall like, over there. We'll climb over you the wall, will die. and we'll be in like a different type of Paris or something like that. You know, I want to see him climb his fucking wall. So, uh, yeah, if you want to, uh, th- there is another video that I found as well. That is a guy um, who documented his entire trip to the South Pole on a, uh, uh, I think it was like a. a a journalist expedition uh, and he's got snippets of him filmed all the way through shows his journey what they do where they go and i think the nice bit about that is you've got the pole you've got the flags and then about 200 meters over you've got another pole which they keep having to move because of the way that the earth moves and it's that's the special scientific one and that's the the one that they take photos in the front. touristy one yeah, yeah i yeah. genuinely thought when you said a couple of meters along they've just got a pile of dead bodies that they <laughs> hide, out, gonna... hide out a shot of the tourist pictures <laughs> I thought he... and then all the sick people I've, can just I be like i was gonna say really fat penguins that had eaten <laughs> <laughs> All the penguins in the background just looking at the carcasses going, rubbing their bellies. I thought thought he was going to say, and a Starbucks, like as if he was referring to the the pyramids and there's a pizza just down the road. Shitty nappies flying around everywhere. And then just to the right of it, a wimpy. And Starbucks. (laughs) Bender in a bun at the the South Pole. So um, uh, he mentioned Admiral Byrd as well, and then the Arctic. <coughs> this one's a really interesting one, and it's so up your street, JJ. Seriously, um, the, this is the one. Yeah. So there's a whole thing which uh, I've linked, and it's it's I think his actual. It's legend to be his actual excerpts from his diary, where yeah. he explains how he found the Hollow Earth. Um, yeah, and, Agatha. Yes, yeah, pretty full on. Um, it seems it the the bit scoffing. You but, scoffed there before you started that sentence. You scoffed. <laughs> I heard I you. <laughs> I just, so I don't really, I don't, the, the bit about Admiral Byrd and some of the stuff that he's gone is really interesting because I think the story that he portrays uh, is actually verifiable from the navigator that went with him. But no, n- the navigator's never said anything. And like, and it's fabled that that is his diary, but how like could it be a joke diary could it be somebody else's diary that's been pawned off as admiral birds regardless it's a fucking weird story and it's worth a sort of read the, but, the, just a, just a quickly into admiral bird into, yeah admiral so basically bird. from what i gather from admiral bird's story is that he was a fucking shitty navigator and the whole time he was he basically he basically explains that he was in a fucking he was in a really warm climate and then like a, in the diary it makes it sound like it was a couple of minutes later he was all of a sudden in a really warm climate. <laughs> it actually does explain that like 37 days later Admiral Byrd realized that it was really hot because basically what he'd done is he'd gone round this from what I've gathered he's kind of gone up and then kind of gone round the side and then gone back to where it's hot again. <laughs> so he's, but in, in the fucking, and it even shows you his map and his map is a flat map because that's how that's how navigators draw maps. They draw them as a yeah, flat yeah. plane and then we've simulated it into a circle or a, sorry, a, a and he, Yeah, he didn't think to and put that method. But that's how all navigators start their maps. Like I didn't, up until I started researching this, you start a new map every day. You used to anyway. You used to start a new map every day from where you was. You were not docked, but where you were. Never knew that. 
So you would start a new map. And over time, this guy's obviously gone so fucking mental that he's done that many stops that he's forgot where the fuck he started. And he's just gone <laughs> gone back round. And he's like, fucking hell, it's freezing. And he's woken up going, what's that on the horizon? Oh, it's an iceberg. No, it's a hollow earth. And yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's there's, there's, um, there's, it, there's interviews with him on, um, not on YouTube, not recent interviews, obviously, because he's right. dead. But there is like a, there's like a, um, like a Michael Parkinson kind of interview and he's just sat there and he's just like casually smoking and he doesn't look like a nutter. And he is talking about, it, it's a really strange, I mean, he's old as fuck, but well, he however old. The Nazis and the UFOs and the... No, but I hope that's what you're going to tell us about. <laughs> oh, that's that's in this document thing. I say it, it's well up your street. I wasn't going to go into it sort of too much, but it's a weird one. UFOs, JJ's favorite things. Yeah, this is it. So um, also, you've got um, the timing of it as well. 1947 and the way that the treaty was firm was also. I was quite surprised that David didn't throw in the Roswell crash, the CIA formation, because these are all things that happened within and around that year. I mean, it was a crazy year for stuff happening. And the Arctic yeah. Treaty is a science-based treaty. If you want to know about it, the entirety of the treaty, I've put the links again in the Discord. Um, and it's an interesting point. No. In, like, it, it, it's nearly untouched. It's like practically untouched. And there might be oil, there might be minerals and resources, but is quite hard to get at to and it would be really want to get to it with all of the environmental scientific stuff that we can do there so mm. i think the treaty is a good idea it's well worth reading i don't think it's as nefarious as you say if he wanted to do like matey did and do his own personal walkie trip to do there and see if there's a fucking wall he can do but then there'd be no <laughs> one to pull him out if he gets fucked so i also sense the certain i sense the certain he should do that, not a, he can do. <laughs> no, the issue is the fact that you can't go down there. No one can go down there. And it's like, you can, you can get a job there. Christ, there's a dude who got a job in the Navy recently and put his article online because he couldn't get out of the Navy because he signed up to prove that, that, that there is a flat earth. He charted everywhere that his submarine or his aircraft carrier was going, realized <laughs> that it's not flat. Now he can't get out of the Navy and he's pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> That's such a not the I onion. Think I'm on going onto the scoreboard there. I think that's another another point for Huxley. Is it two well, two? Now? That is, is it two, two two. Yeah, two two. Whoa. <laughs> Flat Earth, beware! And that was page one of the 500 pages dossier. Yeah. Dean asked specifically for this to be a, a two hour or less episode. Well, well, no. If I have to depart, I have to depart. But we'll continue, nevertheless. Well, okay, let me blitz through because some of these ones that I've found, I think that you, yeah, I think there's one beautiful, juicy one and a couple give of us little a juicy, ones. Give us a juicy. Give us get. Give us a juicy one. Let's get to three two. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I tell you, what, I whip through a couple. So there's one about the eight inch per mile. It's interesting, but the maths is a bit weird. There's another video to link it. There's the oil rig black swan. The only thing I wanted to explain about this one, you were right, JJ, it's refraction. You were beautifully called him out beautifully. You said, I'm pretty sure that's refraction. And he'd go, well, we agree to disagree. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember I don't remember this one. I remember that. Can I have a point on the scoreboard? JJ gets one. What was that? What was that? Because I don't remember that because I was too blinded by David's so the black one um, 
the, uh, the, it, it, it's a picture of an oil, two oil rigs, one oil rig behind the other oil rig. <laughs> yeah. And it's yes, called the Black Swan. And most uh, flat earthers or flurfers <laughs> or flatheads or flatties <laughs> or flounders or whatever you want to call them, um, yeah. they would refer to that as the oh. Black Swan. And to be honest, I think the name, the Black Swan, and the theory and the principle behind it is far more interesting than the actual concept of what's going on, which is the fact that for years, that everyone assumed that there was only white swans. So, and it was even termed as like when pigs fly, like, oh, uh, yeah, a black, swan. Yeah, black swan sort of thing. Wow. And so, um, so there was, uh, yeah, the theory is that only swans are white until you go down to Australia and then bang, there is a black swan. And that yeah. changes the entirety of the theory and there can't just be white swans. So it's the concept of something, a paradigm shift because of the fact of new information that you found. Yeah. Um, but what in regards to the wibbly wobbly atmospheric conditions it's called a fata morgana um and what you have is the one oil rig here and then the second oil rig behind it and it's wibbly to fuck and that wibbly to fuck <laughs> bit is the refraction of the earth it's weird atmospheric conditions it's very hard to repeat so if you wanted to go out there and do it again it's difficult to do that unless you've right. got the right thing a bit like that floaty ship that was down in cornwall recently do you see oh, yeah. photos of that just yes. weird. There was a there's a weird one, isn't there, where the um it was like a bit of a Christian movement where they were saying that they could see the gods, but it was just the light reflecting off the ocean onto yeah. the clouds. Oh right, but it right. was just it was so perfect that the actual there was no other conditions that day that would affect the way that that looked. So it literally did look like there was a like a city in the sky, which was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Three, was that four two now? He's <laughs> <laughs> scoring. Love scoring. <laughs> I think it's two four. Two four. Um, there was a bit which you guys can go into if you want to, and it was the explanation in regards to gravity versus centripetal force. So that's the spinning. Oh yeah, this annoyed me because he made me feel off. like an idiot. No, like, <laughs> no, like it does pull you in. Yeah, it does. It, the way that you, yeah, but. So basically, the Earth is so fucking massive, it's very difficult to to contemplate that kind of... You're, you're talking gravity, which held you down onto it, as mm. opposed to centripetal force, which does fly things off, which you would do, like... Yeah, it, it's talking about two different things. But again, found a beautiful breakdown stuff, have a look in the discords, and then the information... It's to do there. with mass. Yeah. So the, it's right. to do with the yeah. mass of... It's it, to do with mass versus speed. <laughs> we are so... So finite. We're so tiny and insignificant. Mass versus speed is yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, you tried. You get an ant on your hand, and you can do that, and it doesn't. Yeah, it'll stick to it. It sticks your hand. It's, I think it got like nice for instance, there. like the fact yeah. that if you was to spin a metal disc and it was uh, sorry globe and it was supposed to like fly things off, there's going to be like microbes on that that aren't going to necessarily go. Like, yeah, so the I, the idea that the idea of that I can't is believe that, is the. That. There's been a, a recent scientific um, document about space junk and saying, why isn't space junk disappearing? And somebody has noted like a very similar experiment to the looking up at the sky thing and noting thing. Space junk pretty much follows the movement of the Earth. It's floating right, and it's not attached to the Earth, but it's floating with the Earth. And space junk isn't... Everyone seems to think, I think, that like on the layers on the outside of the earth that the ones closer to it move faster, but we're right. so small 
that it makes no difference. Like it's all to do with huge mass. If there was like something that was more massive than the earth spinning on the outside of the earth, it would project it off. Yeah. But right, the, of course the, the gravity is not going to pull it down because it's bigger. Like, yeah. and that's the, it, that's the thing that human like mind struggles to comprehend because it's so, so like massive. it's so selfish <laughs> like you're right, like yeah. no but surely i'm the biggest thing that is on this earth that fucking <laughs> can be held to it i, I mean know, right now i've been eating a lot yeah, of peanuts. yeah i was about to say am, that at the beginning probably... of the lockdown i was at the biggest i've been in a long time <laughs> yeah and you were but not getting spun off but that's a uh, that's a hundred percent point for hucks like five two or yeah. two five Corkscrew planetary visuals. He showed you an interesting one. That's fine, but he forgot the galactic tilt. So if you want to see a video that actually shows all of the movements, yeah, I've got one for you. That's no worries. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that that helix uh, thing just is yeah. It, it looks it, weird. It does, it does it's completely yeah. inaccurate because it, one the distances involved within the planets are like there. That is so not to scale. It's unbelievable, yeah. and it also <laughs> completely depends on your frame of reference. Wow, yeah. I, it depends Huck what, what you're actual... so offended through that. Well, that's <laughs> the thing because it. that was what I was saying. It, it, in general, again, it's the same as the the Earth thing because you've all you've got is this black in this visual. All you've got is the black mass, and, and then the Earth just spiraling to death. But you've you're not looking at the things that are millions of miles away that are doing the that same are doing the same thing around around you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. around you. That's the that is you're the not issue. Spinning with around the galactic centers, black hole, supermassive black yeah. hole. And that's the yeah. bit that you forgot to put in that video. So I found it. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a beautiful one on free body simulations. And he said they don't work. And it's true. They don't. However, there's something called the. Oh, hang on. I've lost my notes. No, oh, no. Oh, no. I was oh, right. No, up. He's one point. Oh, you never no. Lost his way. <laughs> they were so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> It's called the restricted three bodies problem. So when you put two bodies in a simulation, you can predict it perfectly for years and years. You add yeah. the third body and then it does fuck things up. This and is it about causes... the moon, isn't it? When he was saying yeah. like, well, well God, it could work this moon, man. Because of the moon. So in the three body restricted problem, what they do is they disregard the moon and it seems to work. I don't understand it fully. It's maths beyond my head, but I found a link. It's in the Discord. So yeah. <laughs> if you're Weirdly, smarter than us to work it out. But weirdly, what I really liked about this, and I've put their little note, Ben, this is right up your street. Check out this puppy. So this guy has made a sound Nonsense. animation interpretation. Oh, you showed me this. Yeah, I watched this. The free body yeah. problem. It's really, it, da -da 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 -da. and it's like, it's yeah. really weird to see it and hear it. Is it like a metronome game? Da -da 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 -da. Is that... Yeah, but it, it shifts and it changes and it grows. Gotcha. Okay. It's like yeah. a fucked up spirograph, but like not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't with do a audio pattern. to it. It's very good. Um, very There's good. A, you should, guys should check it out. Discord. It sounds like something that you would have at a festival. You'd do at a festival yeah. when yeah. they're trying to fuck your brain up. You know, like yeah. that, that yeah. LED Smoke thing that I was talking about that Sativa time. and, and, <laughs> and everything fractures, fractures into fucking actual reality. <laughs> do you want to build a snowman? I'm at a festival. <laughs> Why am I seeing Frozen? You've taken Sativa, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, uh, there's more. a beautiful one about the moon <laughs> and why it is the way that it is um, from a fella called Professor Dave. Uh, Professor Dave was one of the blokes that had a little... Dave Weiss. I know him from down the pub. 
Well, no, on David Weiss's app, he had a list of videos and things that you could click on. And I, I, as I say, with the with the luxury of pause and like Zoom and whatnot, I've looked into a few of the bits on what I can see because I ain't paying for the fucking app. So I... um, (laughs) Good lad. Dean got it for free. Did you get it? We were, it didn't work, and it, we, the, you, he couldn't give it to me and JJ for free, but he could give it to Dean for free. Oh, yeah, favoritism! In England, we're not allowed to. Uh, we're not allowed to know about flat earth. Only in America, you're allowed to know yeah. about. Favoritism. Ninety-seven percent of Americans still believe the Earth is flat because they can see the New York skyscrapers from California. Yeah, yeah. apparently, yeah, apparently. because there is no curvature to the Earth. If you shine a, a laser pen that you bought on a school trip from Paris to the to, to the, <laughs> but as long as, you put a, as long as you put a little hole at the other end, you can see it. You will. So um, yeah, on the the apps and stuff, you have people like uh, Psyop Man Dan, as they like to call him, and Professor Dave, and these are the people who debunk the flat earthers, and then they watch their videos, and then they de-debunk the debunkers, and then okay. debunkers watch their flat earth videos, and then they de-de-de-debunk themselves and the flat earthers. Well. And how are we going to get, de- how many times fractal. are we going to get de-de-de-de-de-debunked? So, yeah, that goes I'm going to get re-bunked. I want to go, actually, this is Actually, yes. Uh, there's also a really good breakdown about, um, again, the world being a simulation, which is a previous podcast that you boys have covered. Um, and it talks about the three Way more problem. believable than Flat Earth. It, yeah. It, and, and, uh, and yeah. It, I, will, I will definitely agree and attest to that as well, because yeah. there's elements about, uh, yeah, the, with, uh, with simulation theory that is still on the cusp, whereas from everything that I've found and the big proofs that Dave chucked out, like I'm not convinced that there is anything that is even on the fence about the flat earth theory. It's so yeah. that's why it made me enraged enough to be able to write down this shit and be here. I think, to sorry, just to inter- interrupt a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the major, and again, one of the major issues that against, you know, if I told my parents or my grandparents, sadly none of my grandparents are still alive, but if I told them that, the earth is flat, it would lose their mind and laugh about it because it's, it, you know, it's not comprehensible in their reality. But if you no, tell them something not, about yeah. new science, like IE computer games and all these things, you know, we might be living in a simulation. Their brain would probably be more understanding of it because they've lived through an era of like, yeah. you know, we've massive, just been taught- Massive technological advances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the major things. But you not feel that the way of thinking and the psychology goes with the technology at the time. So, yeah. for instance, um, the, the all of uh, Freud and shit and all of that was all about pressure, and it because the technology at the time was all steam pressure. Now we're yeah. in the digital age; and it's all about digital stuff. So, yeah, it, yeah. it seems uh, you know it seems to be the thing that you think of because that's the most advanced thing we could think. Of. About yeah, time and that's, and that's where people can confuse people. That's where I feel that, not going into it now, but that's where I feel like people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, he gets his vantage point because he goes, oh, well, I'm a scientist and I've been learning it for many years before, yeah. before, before this new science. Like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really know about it because he's dedicated his whole life to the outside sciences, the things that he can see and the things that he understands. Whereas in, you've got nerds who are like, still so obsessed with these sciences that 
they're, they're willing to just go, I don't know what it is. But in 20 years, 30 years time, those nerds will be going, yeah, oh, well, man, I tell yeah, you we, what, you don't yeah. fucking know anything about it because I know about it. And that's the problem with all these, all science in general. And I think that that's why we get stuck in these ideas. The scientists, these pseudo uh, Everyone thinks that science is, uh, is just pure. But there's so much ego in science that yeah. you know people don't want to admit when they're wrong, especially well, it's scientists. Like, it's like a lot of people with a lot of politics in the US over here. Like they choose not to believe anything that comes out of like that Dr. Fauci's mouth. They're like, oh, he's just making stuff up. I don't believe it just because he's the most qualified person. Like I read this somewhere. It's crazy yeah. how people were almost immediately no turning on science. Anymore. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It, and it always is. It's like was it hypernormalization? Uh, mm. Is and I'll bring it up. Uh, I haven't brought it up for ages. He loves Adam Curtis. I love Adam Curtis, but I do. But then science did something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> that is Adam Curtis all over. Do you think uh, it's then something it's, else happened that nobody was expecting? <laughs> it's a majority like I find with any anything, it's an ego thing. Like yeah. going, grow, not growing up in the tattoo industry, but like being for tattooing for so long, you've still got old guys who are shit at tattooing telling you that their tattoos are better than yours, and you're like, are ah, you fucking no. blind? Like, can you not? Can you tattoo. not see? Like, ta tattooing is just tattooing. It is there on a piece of paper, on a piece of skin, or whatever. Anyone, if you ask fifty people, forty-nine of them will say that tattoo is better than your tattoo. Yeah. But because they they know better and they know their you years know, of experience. Yeah, and then it just comes down to, yeah, well, that might be true, but I was there in the heyday. I made you, and it's just like, all right, cool. So you you as a scientist, like let's say going on to the back onto the scientist thing, you as a scientist aren't willing to expect. Uh, accept a new theory yeah. because you believe that you created the theory in the first place. So if you say it's wrong, it's wrong. That's not true. Like you, you fell behind me. You're dead. You're dying. Your, your era is dying. Like, and I feel this is the weird thing for me about flat earth because flat earth has always, I'm sure you're probably going to get onto it or yet yeah, you probably have touched on it, but flat earth has always referred to the back to the fact that we believed the earth was flat for such a long time. And then we went back to the globe theory because oh, yeah, we believed yeah. it was a globe and then we we were told it was flat and then we believed it was a globe again so, so like that brings me on to my next point that david brought up which was the woman who claimed that she was taught at school okay hang on oh the ukrainian, woman. Yeah, the ukrainian woman. It, that, that well you don't have to you don't have to go to it right now hooks like if it's <laughs> later in the you go fucking yeah, wild. Well, this is the thing. I mean, like, I there's 43 key points that it went through, and I've made notes in regards to everyone. I mean, I've highlighted the ones that I think are most important because obviously time scales, sure. and there's a few which I genuinely think that you'll love and I will piss yeah. yourself. Yeah, let's get some lovely ones in there. Ones that we're gonna go. That's amazing. I love you. Let's yeah. get some of them in. That's another episode of That's Amazing. Uh, <laughs> is that a far show reference? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Sorry, uh, sorry, Hawks. I had to throw know, that in. I love bar show, mate. I'm yeah, hell yeah. yeah, there it is. DVD. Do you Ooh. remember them? Flat <laughs> Earth, mate. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week I will be mostly consuming Flat Earth YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's diets. I love him. <laughs> this week I, I have been hungry. 
Okay, uh, so I've got a good one, but before I go on to the good one, there was two quick ones I wanted to. Constellations are exactly the same after years of movement. That's bollocks. Edmund Haley would completely disagree because that's how he based his elements and working out from 2,000-year-old star charts that the stars are not the same. So when he started seeing comets in the sky, had the comet named after him, he was basing his facts off the sense of that statement is completely factory inaccurate. So, like, again, wow. and a beautiful video. You can go check it out. Whoa, uh, that's like, see, that's, that's, that's to me. That, I heard that all is, that. So good. Brilliant. <laughs> that's that, a so fucking, I never knew that. That's a 30-yard screamer. I never knew that. That's me being ignorant, I guess. But I thought yeah. they were in the Some same of these place. statements, like, again, like, I understand. I wanted to understand what was being said verbatim. And I wanted to understand where he could possibly come up with some kind of crazy thought process for that. And... You, you can understand, oh, if they're not the same because they don't look the same, and you've been out there and they're the same, and the Big Dipper looks the same, and it's like, yeah, cool, but that's not how it works. And if you want to go and do your research, like he says, go out and do your research. Well, I did my fucking research, and start <laughs> yeah. move. So what are you going to do? That the flat Earth community that we, that, or the following that we got from the David episode, do listen to this. Hi. They do listen <laughs> to this and they don't switch off and they do go, oh, okay, they've done their They give it, They give it the ben, chance. Come really at do. me in the Discord I'm, server. I think maybe we'll quickly yeah. re-record an intro uh, to this to say, yeah. look, look, we did do our research. Well, Hux did our research. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but they need to come up. I was going to say, I'll put a disclaimer that these are my views. These are, I've come up with all of these thoughts and theories. They're not yeah. associated with not another theory. They not are. Another theory. They, are. We are. they are. Connected in that sort of sense. But it, like, if you have umbrage with the things that I've said, come at me. Come and find me. Join the Discord. Sign come up for and the tell Patreon. me why I'm wrong. Sign up for the Patreon. Put it in like terms where like people can understand it and let's have a discussion about it and like, convince me get me to onside your point and understand your point and get my logical brain to go actually yeah fair enough you're right and i will because that's the other thing that david never did he never turn around and say if i'm wrong i'll put my hands up and say i'm wrong and i'll say that now if it turns out the world is flat i will turn around and i will make a fucking apology statement <laughs> yeah yeah you like fucking but love you hooks <laughs> it's, it, but like as Ben said, a man of convictions. As, as Ben said, man. though, with yeah, don't say I'm a man of convictions. You're, you're a man of conviction. With the people we brought on from the last episode with David, the fact that we obviously, apparently, we were pretty good at giving him a, a floor to speak on. You know, yeah. like so, I, I really hope those people are approaching this in the same manner that we approach David. I'd like to think they are. Because it would be great to get a discussion going, as, as Hux has mentioned. Yeah. It would be awesome I think because I love boxing matches, even if they're I, I online through message get, boards. It's going to be time to not look at the comments. I think. <laughs> do, you, do you guys possibly feel, though, that I, I reckon the same in any, any kind of uh, movement? A lot of the minds are probably at the lower end of 20s. They're all... You know, minds who are still a bit or, scrambled from their way teenage up, or way up, or way up who are yeah. like really, really bored. Like that's what <laughs> I find with anything. You know, yeah. like and you you basically have got the same opinion, I think, Hooks, as I have. Like you are happy to put your hands up and say, All right, I you know, I'm not uh, that's fine. 
because you're probably very similar to all three of us that you're like, in most cases, I don't really care. Like we, you know, yeah. we do we do this for a reason that we like. It's good to talk to people about stuff because if you don't talk about it, it's just good you to mash talk to your people brain. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the moment. It's just, hi guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it's one of them things. Like I think people genuinely just don't. They don't. A lot of people don't want to face reality, but a lot of people also don't really care about reality. So like. When people, when I talk to people about conspiracy theories and stuff, most of them are just like, "Why are you so bothered about it?" And I'm just like, "No, I'm, not I'm just bothered. interested. I'm not bothered. I'm just interested by yeah, it." Yeah, no idea the amount of shit that I've got trying to talk to any of my friends about this subject, about the research that I've done, about the. Weirdest. I find that bananas. They don't like, want to know I'm... why you're bothering. Why you're bothering with your time? And it's like, well, one, I just feel as though. You did Magic's get... dried up, so this is all I've got. Yes, I've got nothing else going on. <laughs> Guys, you did give him a good platform, and I think that it was really interesting, your podcast, because that was the other thing, is like, not only have I done this, there's seven and a half hours worth of YouTube videos and research bits and stuff that you can, too, look at and see where I got there, and I'll put the mm. links in the Discord. But then I have also did a little bit of, like, hunting Dave down and seeing what was going on, and... He's a slippery fish and he's a clever Ooh. little one because he's he, he kept saying, I can't stay too long, boys, so I'm going to have to wrap off because I've got another podcast to go. He sure as hell has. He's been doing the, the rounds. He's been going on lots of different podcasts. And if you get to a point where people are just like open canvas, like open book, you tell me, David, he'll spiel it and he'll keep spieling it with the point of going to his app. And yeah. if you start questioning... And you start coming out with like, well, hang on a minute. It isn't like that. His podcast seems to end very quickly. And it's like, I get it, but he doesn't seem to be able to justify his stuff. Any answer that you want, it's on his app. Like he wants to spread. Right, the I see what you're saying. Yeah. He wants to get the information out, but the information's on his app. He also made a point of saying that you can find out this information uh, on YouTube, but it's much more fun to do it on my it's app. More filtered on his kind app, of fair, yeah. because a lot of the things that he said you won't be able to find on Google. You can't find on Google. Again, I paused. I had a look. I'd searched it up, couldn't find it. Went on DuckDuckGo, found it. Have looked at some of the links that he's talking about. Some of them are interesting. Some of them are weird as shit. But like, what? Can <laughs> <I say? laughs> um, just, just a quick one, and it might just be my mind thinking a bit out loud. <laughs> And it, I hope I really hope I aren't spoiling a joke here. And if I am spoiling a joke, please, we have to. You have to cut this, Ben. But partly, part of me is thinking that right at the end, I'm a bit drunk. But right <laughs> at the end, you're going to open your curtains and you're going to be in a spaceship, and it's just going to show a flat Earth <laughs> in, the, in the background. Well, I go, and I re- cut it if I've spilled <laughs> this joke, like. Yeah, well, I don't know if I am supposed to. Open the curtain and he's got a fat earth behind him, and it's all real. Oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you might, you might have, because you, you made that setup of how you couldn't get your, your, uh, yeah, your Zoom to look it. like that. I couldn't. I like, this I is tried. a great setup, and then he's just going to open his curtains, and it's a green screen, but it's just a flat earth. <laughs> because that would be it a damn good thing guy. to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm on my spaceship. <laughs> I'm looking down. You can see it's clearly flat. That would have oh, been amazing. Okay, uh, uh, so you want a big yeah. point? Good one, big one. Okay, uh, well, before we do the big one, uh, there was a 
buoyancy density, right? If you take the equation for buoyancy, yeah, if you break mm -hmm. it down like E equals MC squared, but the one for buoyancy, it contains gravity. So if you're not happy with gravity, then you can't say that you like buoyancy because buoyancy yeah. contains gravity. So scientifically, you can't have buoyancy without gravity. Without gravity. Yeah. So he, that was an cards. oxymoron, I guess. That is. So he can't yeah. even use that as an argument because it can Okay. But that's okay. the thing. Yeah, and it was, sorry, just number uh, one for hacks. Was that later to the end of the podcast, by the way? Because he, I, I found that when he was very good at dispersing his clutching at straws, he kind of would make a massive statement, then just add jumped. something small and then go on to something bigger again, and rather than most people usually get to their end of their tether and then they're just like, yeah, but what about buoyancy? Yeah, but what about the curvature? And it, it literally all comes at once, whereas in he was very good at distributing it evenly throughout because it makes it sound like you've got loads of facts but then you've actually really only got like six facts and then well no facts according to hooks but <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it he's throwing this stuff out there and i've taken it like with a pinch of salt but i've also wanted to really understand what he's talking about so the next one this is a reasonably good one right his words were the only force in the world is electro is electricity Sorry, the only two forces in the world are electricity and magnetism. Right, first off, the force is a mysterious energy field that life binds the galaxy together. It harnesses the power of the force, gives the Jedi, the Sith, and others sensitive to spiritual energy, extraordinary abilities such as levitating objects, mind tricks. Are you doing a bit? Yeah, I'm just waiting for a bit. bit. <laughs> uh, uh, you've got to do a bit. It's always there's, four, there's four forces if you want the basics that's the strong and weak forces the electromagnetic force and gravitational force that acts between masses you can think look at things like hook's law um, which talks about electromagnetic fo forces and the Pauli exclusion principle acting them to return an object to an equilibrium position. There's centrifugal forces, which are acceleration on forces on the rotating frames of reference. You've got things like friction, which are the like combining of electromagnetic forces. So all of them, it's just four basic functions in regards to forces. So uh, there was another little bit about uh, quantum mechanics and Isaac Don't Newton. get much friction with the new notes. They fly off. So but, this this yeah. was about this was about the time that he was starting, and this for me was where it got interesting because he started talking more about spirituality than he did anything to do physical. Yeah, which yeah. it started getting a bit. It, it was, and this is I think that everybody does in this kind of in these things. They bore, not bore you, but they fucking bombard you with all the things, the agenda, and then they make the agenda relevant to you. So like. Everybody wants to believe that there is something more than that, right? No, so when right. you, it, it was quite apt when you started talking about the Jedi thing, because <laughs> I was still, I was still hoping you were going to open your curtains and there was going to be a flat. <laughs> there could be a spaceship there, <laughs> or at least Darth Maul flying around on his quad bike. <laughs> but, um, that that kind of electric. That's when he started going into the whole like, oh, we're all electric beings and we're all living on Earth, and, and I was like, well, hang on a second, what? What are you trying to push here? What are you, are you trying to push the, the fact the Earth's flat? It's but like our we're, medium We're only works. literal, like, we're just energy floating around on a flat ball. It's the same so he does a podcast. Yeah. Um, I can't remember whether he does it. I'm pretty sure that he said that he did. It might be another one. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, David, but somebody does a podcast with a priest. 
and they have a full-on podcast where they talk about flat earth and religion and he's quite heavy on the god squad thing and he didn't oh, yeah, really I know it's that. that into your podcast but on the other previous on and different cod podcasts that i've seen him the religious connotations are massively there i'm massively atheist so yeah i'm stayed away from it all of it stands out things. more though doesn't it you notice it more it, like he, when you're I'm surprised that it didn't come up in your podcast in regards to the other ones that I've seen, but yeah. I've decided I'm not commenting on it because I don't feel as I've got a dog in the race. So yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, so I, I would. I mean, again, we're not. We shouldn't be talking about the the, the that podcasting essentially of our own thoughts. But I'm probably. I would say I was more agnostic than I am atheist. Like I, 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 I would believe something was there until I was probably. Maybe it's not even agnostic. I would until it was sort of proven. But I believe there's something there. Yeah, like there's yeah, something. Yeah. And the, the the thing with what you've just said about that is because we again you, like you've done more research than we probably ever did, but like he's <laughs> he's using that agenda because I mean the one of the I think one of his major downfalls was telling us how successful he's been in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're if you're like, a fucking oh, so businessman, snake, snake oil salesman, then yeah, exactly. Oh, you're, you're, you're a word, salesman of, your of word. something. Well, no, it's the word that it's the phrase that everybody uses for it, don't they? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. If he's saying that he needs to get the word out, he's not doing this to line his own pockets. Mm. Then have your Patreon or have your like Kickstarter account so you can get people to back whatever app you're trying to release and then make it free because you're getting the good word out. You can't have it both ways. If you're right, selling yeah. a make-believe, he's a glorified library of a digital app base. And like, if he sold it as is, then I wouldn't have had so much umbrage about some of the bullshit statements he was coming out with. Let me get you a good one because I found a really good one, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I love this, is his, this is one of his, right, for me, this was the one where I was like, fucking hell, okay, that's really cool. This was the proof, right, that he told you about, but and he kind of showed you elements of it in his background video. But obviously, it, it's, not, it's, it's not your video, so you can't use it. It's also not his video, so I'd be surprised if he could fully use it. So, um, firstly, uh, <laughs> here we go. Copyright suit coming in. I was going to say he's even doing seven. research <laughs> into the copyright of videos he's using himself. Well, he's like he's a, he's course not. He's YouTuber, isn't he? He's basically there's, a YouTuber. There's at least two accounts in this one, and that. Remember the lady that the oh the lady that had been grounded because she talked about the flat Earth from KLM. Yeah, well, that's yes, a yeah. whole really interesting one but he claimed that that was his interview with her bullshit is it that's mark Sargent's interview which he fucking wanted to distance himself away from sonic chronic so why is he claiming that he's got a video with his kayla mayo and the disrespected not even knowing her name from a three-hour podcast that she ruined her entire career for and he can't even remember her fucking name we'll get to that in a minute hang on let me show you about this one Rage. I knew I was. I'm trying to keep it in, but I knew I was going to do a Jonathan Pye about this. It's just. (laughs) Yes, that's that's what I was thinking about the papers. (laughs) Okay, so this is this moon rocket plot video that he said. So I first of all went and found the footage that David is going and talking about, uh, and I've got the full benefit of pause and sound. The initial claim is that is the moon. For my unqualified brain, could be, maybe, (laughs) maybe it's not. How high was the launch? One of you boys asked. He said it was really hot. Fuck off. It was through 38, th- sorry, 385,850 feet 
800 feet above sea level. It was launched on the 14th of July at 2014, clocking in at 3,580 miles per hour. It was called the Go Fast Rocket. Hang on. I, I remember hearing it. I yeah. remember about the Go Fast, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's it gone? It I'd was called... Yeah. Sorry, I cut, I cut out there. Are we talking about the Rocket Man guy or not? It's no, called no. Go Fast no. Rocket. And it, in the video that he has used is called The Go Fast Rocket Proves the Earth is Round. Well done, Dave. You've used a good video there, haven't you, mate? <laughs> so, uh, it, da, 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 That's it, in the Discord, was, obviously, yeah. Will, yeah, you yeah. can go and have a little. It it shows you where it was launched from. It tells you how far it went up. It was congratulations from the Go Fast team. Uh, list of accomplishments: world records, highest altitude rocket launch, world's record fastest launch, first photo taken from space on board an amateur rocket, second amateur rocket in its history to reach space. Right. So, this is where it gets interesting because I've watched that footage, and David said you watch that, it will go up there will be a thud and then a sudden change and then there will be the rocket is in a viscous sit, sit like uh, it goes beyond the firmament and it's in a, a liquid viscous state okay that is just it's an interesting way to describe what the footage is because that kind of is what happens so i watched it and there is a, suddenly it's going <laughs> everything's really really fast it's spinning and then suddenly it stops spinning there's a thud and it really does look as if it's sort of floating in a viscous state and then i'm like oh my god this is really cool this is david's proof and ah. it is amazing this is really good it's like i'm turned so then i'm watching it again and i'm thinking hang on a minute there's a few things that are a bit weird here i'm going to go back and watch it again and i watched it again and i watched it on slow speed and then i thought about all of the SpaceX launches that I've seen. And because space is something that I am genuinely really into. I play a lot of Kerbal Space Project. I understand Great the game. dynamics just purely because of that, you know? And the physics works. That's why the game works. Like, the, the physics, it makes sense. So there's something called Miko. And if you watch the little on SpaceX, you'll see on the bottom, it'll tell you what's going on. And there's something called yeah. Miko, which is MECA, main engine cutoff. And that's where you're going, you're accelerating, and then suddenly they cut the engine off. So you suddenly go... Instantaneously, yep. Yeah, so that explains why you get a thud, and then a slight... Yeah. It's still going up, but then it's also going to stop going up, and then it's going to turn, and then it's going to start coming back down, which is what stuff does. Like, that's yeah. how science... <laughs> you see it in that. cartoons when Wiley Coyote fires himself on a rocket, and then it stops, and he does that. And then he goes like this. Down. Oh! So yeah. the reason why that particular footage looks weird is because of the fact that it's spinning really fast and then it stops. Well, if you look at and find out about the, the GoFast team, they had uh, put um, gyros. They had rockets that were designed to spin, to create gyroscopic spin, to create stability for the rocket to go up. However, it's also designed to be the fastest and tallest rocket that takes the best snapshot. So they don't want a spinny caption like snapshot at the top of the spin. So they have got an anti-rocket. There's a, basically a bit that goes up and then fires to stop it from spinning. And right, yeah, to stabilize device. it. Yeah, they, they, so, they have that on all, on all rockets. They have a, like a, a, reverse, uh, a reverse rocket to slow down you carrying on into a further projection than you need to be. Like yeah, they did yeah. it with the, uh, the moon boomerang. 
so basically they sent that rocket around the moon like i think it was apollo like 10 or something like that and then they put a reverse thruster on it and that was what caused the problem the reverse thruster slowed them down to a point where i i might be wrong i don't think it was apollo 10 but it slowed them down that much yeah it wasn't gonna get them in there and i mean that's the same thing but uh the outside one sorry (laughs) yeah no that's literally it you can watch the thud you can see it dismantle you can see that the parachute coming up he's claiming that that could be the moon it could be the moon if you want to work out from like where they launched and how high it went and whether the moon could potentially be seen you can find out the information you can do the maps yourself like there's lots of information there but also attached to that same video is two other rocket views so you can watch it from two other angles and you can see similar things but also proving everything that we've said that it just falls in line with science Plus the fact that you think if it's going 3,580 miles an hour and it hit a fucking dome, it's not going to crack a dome or explode. What the fuck are meteorites? How do meteorites get through the firmament dome? Piss off. It annoys me. <laughs> really? I couldn't, yeah. never, I couldn't tell. I thought I really couldn't tell it was annoying. I loved I loved everything. Everything. Can we can we just have you on to just debunk every podcast we've talked about? This would be amazing. <laughs> we'll do a whole series. Because I think I'm the only one who believes ideas. them after every single one. I have not found like uh, if there's bits where you guys have said stuff and i've found even anything that disproves it there has been no way shape of i put the information in the discord and we end up having a chat about it there's not been a podcast where i've sat there shouting at the tv screen going what the fuck is going on what, even it, the warrens? <laughs> <laughs> what about the warrens unsubscribe unsubscribe the warrens was weird like and the bloody goblins they were fucking weird <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad me and Hunt ones. share the same opinion on that with the whole fucking goblin thing. We've done Fuck some that. weird ones. Hey! 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 He got the tip! <laughs> that was good. That was really good. What did I miss? Ben missed it. What happened? Oh, no. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Ah! Oh, no. My fucking ah. missus. My missus the other day was going through the cupboard. And she was like, what's this? I was this- like, I ain't got a fucking clue. I took the label off like <laughs> nine months ago and I still don't know what it is. Is it cat food? Is it soup? It's still, Nobody it's knows. still in there. It's still in there. I don't know. That's superb. I love it. For the audio listeners, Huxley just brought up a tin can. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know if you realise, Dean, but you said that was superb. Oh, it's <laughs> superb. <laughs> love it. For anyone, if you're not, it, that's, that's, a, that's an NAC Easter egg. From a particular episode, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna leave it leave it at that. Superb, there, Hunt. You will get the wonder weapon. <laughs> um, uh, okay. What's next? Uh, next is uh, the sun doesn't really look 93 million miles away. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is a roll eye roll moment for me. We go. Oh, it doesn't look that far away. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, it is. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, should it, so how how is it further um, away? It, I was going to say like Del Del and Rodney didn't make that mistake when they went to Hull, did they? Like, uh, oh, the, the channel only looked that big. Okay, <laughs> so I kind of broke this one down in two ways. One, I wanted to figure out how do we measure the moon and how did we measure the moon? Or how sorry, how did we measure the sun's distance away and uh, from back in the day? And also, where does this theory come from? Like. Partly, if you're looking, it's kind of a trick of the eye. If you're looking at clouds, a certain cloud cover, and the way that the sun comes down from the cloud cover, 
it does give the interpretation that like if you lined up the angles that doesn't look quite right but then you can also uh explain that by something called me scattering which you can do by holding a piece of paper up in front of a bright light source one bright bulb source and then you move your head around and see where the light scatters. That's called me scattering, which is different from rally scattering. Uh, and again, there's a whole beautiful diagram in the uh, in the Discord that explain that. Which, which is that also... scientific that scientific uh, experiment would actually have proved their laser thing wrong when they tried to do it on on Netflix because that was the issue. The fucking atmosphere scattering. and whatever was in between yeah. it scattered the light, which showed well, it wasn't mm -hmm. fucking flat. That also Could be accurate, yeah covers is um we're going on about a moon cloud light experiment if you go out and if you see that well what everything that that we're talking about can all be explained in one diagram and you can see that on the discord but um the uh the going back to the the sun how do you measure the sun you can use the moon to measure the sun so when you've got a solid moon uh full moon and then you've got Half moon, not total eclipse. Um, <laughs> That's nice. a reference to a classic Jaffa cake advert there. <laughs> That's, uh... So when the moon is on its half, then you can go with me on this if you're running with a, a heliocentric model. If <laughs> we are on a ball and we're looking at another ball and half of that ball's lit up, that means the light source is directly over there. So right. we can make an estimation that the angle between there and there is 90 degrees. So if you then measure the angle of where the sun is, of where the moon is, and then where the sun is, you then take that angle again, use the trigonometry, and then because of the distances between triangles, you can work out the distance of the sun. But <laughs> where do they get that whole? Oh, the sun isn't 93 million miles. It's only, I think it's 32 miles away. So <laughs> if you. Wants to fucking turn itself up. If Jesus. You go, <laughs> Does it? This, but this is kind of one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast this weekend as well. There's this guy called Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes, Eratosthenes. I can't say it but it's a dude. So if you uh, look up World Earth Day, this weekend, I think it's the 21st, is the, the halfway point in the year. Um, and it's much like you see the moon on its half cycle, um, the, the, the Earth does its full cycle, and we're the, at the sort of halfway point between the middle of the summer and the middle of the winter. And yeah. if you take a stick, or Eratosthenes had wells back in the day, and he measured two places, um, I think Alexandria well, and then 500 meters up the road, he uh, had a mate do it at the same time at midday and they measured the points and then they took the angles and again, used the same set of trigonometry and then he could work out how far away the sun was. If you take those two measurements, it will give you on a rounded earth, like it will give you two sticks and you can measure the shadows and then it will give you a measurement and then that would correlate to 93 million miles yeah if you were on a flat earth and you took that measurement you can get that 93 million miles or you could then get a smart smaller version of 32 miles so they're using the concept of Eratosthenes measurement at the yeah. wrong angle. Instead of yeah. the long angle, they're using it at the short <laughs> Don't angle. Yeah. So the way that you disprove this is very simple. You have a third mate. 
You just have somebody else <laughs> further down to give you a third vector. Three vectors can completely disprove the flat Earth theory. There, you can have there, and there could be the same. Fair enough. But if you've got three mates, you can only have one of them. So tough tits, you lose. And that, <laughs> that, concept, that concept will only work in a flat environment as well. Uh, it's it's hard to describe without seeing like the video like you know the CGI videos that really yes, fully yeah, break yeah. it down. And again, I'll put the links in. the The best part about this one is something you should look up called an anal Emma. Ha! <laughs> She's a good old sounds like my missus. Um, She's an anal Emma. Is she an anal Emma? Well, an, an <laughs> anal Emma. She doesn't listen, does she? To the podcast. No. Well, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wouldn't have said that, oh, would you? <laughs> no. She was a fan. <laughs> She's an anal Emma. I'm so sorry. Don't put that on the I'm podcast. I'm sorry, my love. I'm sorry, my love. <laughs> Don't put that. Gush, gush, gush. And 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 then Emma. An anal Emma in there. It, it's uh, an anal Emma. It, it, an anal Emma. I can't even. I don't know. <laughs> that, whatever. But it's basically like a picture of a figure of eight. Uh, and what you do is you take pictures of the sun. You can do it once every month for a twelve-pointed sun, or you could do it. Um, uh, every day if you wanted and have 360 and you'd have a little swirl at the top and then a big swirl at the bottom and that is the the tilt of the earth that is the sun moving you point it at the same thing you have the same tree you can have the line it all up and that's where the sun will go and that there will correspond to the tilt of the earth and if you want to see the representations again in cgi form have a little look at the links in the description ah <laughs> super um atmospheric opacity explains sunset okay this one's a really interesting one because this is the sunset he claimed that he had a drone he took the drone up that he took photographs of the sunset and he's i went back three times and i could not figure out what he said he said atmospheric something opacity explains sunset and i don't know what he said i'd love him to come back and explain himself because yeah it's really strange he said that the sun stays the same size and doesn't get apart from the basics such as the sun stays the same size so it doesn't get as smaller away smaller as it's moving away from you you've also got to take refraction into play um this weirdly this particular video of david's where he's got um the sun and the, he's gone up with a drone and he's got the sun setting uh happens to be fully broken down by Cy, Simon dan in one of his latest flat Simon dan <laughs> They call him Psyop Man, Dan, if you're in the flat. <laughs> oh, so. Now, when I I don't want to break it down because Simon Dan will do an interesting job of breaking it down. But what I did find in the comments section was this dude. And this dude said, hi, I'm an attained. Uh, I attained a bachelor's degree in applied arts with a minor focus in the fine arts photography. While I'm not an, ops, uh, an expert in optical physics, I can shed some insight as to what may be happening with the sun disappearing portion of the flat earth's video similar to what we see in the lens flare with a small light source bouncing back and forth off the surface of many optics in a modern camera we see that there's a slither of bright sunlight just out of view on the edge of the horizon and only after that sliver goes under does the ghost sun fade away so what i believe may be happening is that the light source being refraction of the sun opposed to the actual direct sunlight now below the horizon is bouncing several times off his fully zoomed out telephoto lens and forming what is essentially a lens flare above the actual sun's location on the horizon 
Right. One thing I find that debunks this guy's claims is that we do see a tiny sliver of sun seconds before the sun mysteriously dissolves into place. So I'm willing to bet money that if, if we were in the man's video prior to his evidence, uh, he's put evidence in bunny ears, again, <laughs> we would see a brighter sunrise above the horizon. This, of course, means that the guy knows that in this case, he's watching the sun go down on his camera before he cuts to the shot that he's showing. This video would prove that he is willfully, dishonestly representing what is happening <laughs> in the video and what we see and he experienced himself. That's not my words. That's somebody else that's seen like yeah. David, but yeah, yeah, this scene from it. Um, I remember seeing the the sunset at uh, Playa del Bossa in Ibiza, and that's got that's quite a famous sunset. It's because you see the sun, you still see the sun even though the sun's gone down because of the reflection of the sea. Oh, the, okay, yeah, because so of the curvature of the earth, the mm -hmm. curvature yeah. of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's still Funny. sitting up there yeah, in the atmosphere, whereas. Yeah, you can see it, it kind of, it's reflecting off the ocean still, but it's gone. Of course, yeah. So you're still yeah. seeing a little bit, it's quite, so like, yeah. I mean, I mean, even even in layman's terms, like, if you're looking at that sun from where you are in Ibiza, the person who is closer to that sun still has X amount of time more with that sun than you do. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of just like bouncing, bouncing off around this, like, yeah. You know right. that that scale yeah, of things. So the the person, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can closer, still see the boat. See the They're gonna see it even a little bit more because they've well, got, of course, yeah, they've got it that makes fucking vantage point, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Right. Unfortunately, listeners, only only I have to depart. Uh, prior, I, I know prior engagements and this, that, the other. But oh, unfortunately, God. yeah, I I'm not going to be able to sit through all of this anyway. Hux, I love you, and it's been wonderful having you on the episode. Thank uh, you for I'm sad I can't stay longer. Well, you get to listen to it, don't you? <laughs> I get to listen to it. And I'm You'll looking be able to know what the hell went on after you left. <laughs> right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Dean's exactly. the only when... one with any self control as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Who knows what's going to happen? Right. Gents, Peace, I'll Dean. love you and leave you. And listeners, I'm sorry. I'll love you and leave you. See you later, guys. See you a bit, Dean. It's all right, mate. Bye. Oh, there's a couple of fucking doozies as well that Dean's going to love. Oh, <laughs> He can li he'll, he'll listen in, I'm sure. Okay, he'll so he'll listen in, he'll be crying the whole time. He'll be like, oh my God, I wish I was I wish here. I'd had feedback on that. I wish I could say something. <laughs> I'm going to blitz through a few of these, which is interesting. Boats disappear over the horizon. Correct. But from the bottom up, David, let's put it that way. Beautiful video in there. And the video in question yeah. is um, skeptics meet flat earth deniers. And they test out. They do all sit in a room and decide on what test they're going to do. And then they all go out and film the tests. And none of the tests work. And they're all arguing about it. And it's brilliant. So, yeah, check that one out. Uh, the flat earth model. <laughs> this was the best bit in the video. He said, heliocentrical, non-spinning, crazy insanity world makes no sense. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And then <laughs> you go, I've got a clock that really works. Check out my app. And then you just went, JJ, you went, what? <laughs> it was just <laughs> the best what ever. It's like, yeah, what indeed. Um, it's an interesting one. Is app. I don't get it. I've put some interesting points. One of the things that you can do with uh, a, a watch um, and finding where True North is, <laughs> I've put a link to Alfie Aesthetics. He's a guy that does bushcraft. He knows his fungus. He knows his like camp stuff. So there's some interesting stuff that you can do with working out where True North is and a clock. Um, he said something about they give us 12 hour clocks when it's 24 hours to confuse us. And the statement doesn't really make sense and it doesn't add up because there is 24 hours in a day. There's also two cycles. There's a day cycle and a night cycle. Like it's easier to count to 12. There's lots of reasons why, like the fact that France tried to get a decimal style clock and a decimal style calendar, which didn't kick on is far more interesting, but it isn't really how clocks work sort of thing. Um, the Bitcoin thing was really interesting, but although I've seen him mention it on three other podcasts and Bitcoin's really in at the moment, so it's a really good thing to announce. There is no stipulations on rules to his Bitcoin competition. I have not to yet found any information on David's Bitcoin challenge, apart from him saying you can go on my app and find out more information about it. I mean, even, even if we just break that down to what exactly it is, he believes that you will not be able to prove him wrong. Yeah. So somebody who believes that you can't prove them wrong isn't going to give you any Bitcoins. No. And they're not going to give you Bitcoins that one, you can cash in on your own value. So like if somebody says to me, I'll give you 80 Bitcoin tomorrow, by the time I've cashed that 80 Bitcoin, it's probably going to be closer to 60 Bitcoin. Just just on a on a basis. I'm not saying like, you know, 80 Bitcoin is probably worth what's a Bitcoin. Ton of money. Like, it's like <laughs> it's three 40, grand, four grand, grand at the moment. Uh 45 grand. 45 grand at the moment. Yeah. But if if they're gonna say that, you'll also if that's the case, you're losing out on you, you know, losing out on 10% of your or five whatever it is, you're losing out on a lot of Bitcoin. And by It'll the be time, a Dogecoin next week. Yeah, exactly. And it's not 
it isn't it just like you say it's trendy trendy media trendy currency to use to yeah people. it's the same as that like it's when you're at when you're at school and you're like i'll give you a cigarette for a packet of, packet of cigs you know uh, sorry a packet of crisps you know that fucking packet of crisps is worth a lot less than that cigarettes just because you can't afford to buy 20 cigarettes it's not a fucking served yeah 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 exactly it's not it's fucking you you can't get served exactly there's no fucking that guy who um claimed that he would pay a million dollars to anyone that could prove uh yeah the warrens uh yeah Yeah. it was part of the warren thing you could if you could prove there was uh yeah cycle not psychological like psychic psychic uh, yeah yeah he, he, he's, there's a few people. James there, Randy. Yeah, the James Randy thing. He, apparently he was never going to pay out. Like it, people have proved, people have been able to trick him before or prove him, prove to him. Cause uh, like, I don't know. I, I don't really? know. Really? Because I mean, you're, you're a magician hooks. Like yeah. you've seen, fuck, you've seen Penn and Teller and there's been like one guy, maybe two guys on there who've like, they've got him, but they've broken it down straight afterwards and gone, tell us how you did it and then they've gone oh yeah well here's the science not the science but here's the idea behind that trick but you've manipulated the old ways of that trick to convince us now that's not that isn't the that still isn't the truth that magic that you showed us is multiple tricks that we haven't been able to understand you know we understand every single individual one of those tricks but we don't understand all the trick so like you say the stipulation of his bet isn't quite it isn't quite like so if i went here you go here's the proof and you'd be like yeah but where's that element of that proof and you'd be like yeah oh i you know i, I can't prove that because i don't have multi-millions of pounds i also don't have multi-million pounds worth of bitcoin to put into that because if i did why would i be fucking making this bet it's like mm-hmm. an, an average gambler you wouldn't like i saw a horse today and it was running at 16 to 15 i'm just like if anybody puts money on that horse, they have to be a multi-billionaire or a multi-millionaire to make any money from it. Because, you know, and what what, what relevance does it have? Mm. So, like, when it comes down to, like, cryptocurrency, what is the point? Because all, you know? all, all fucking Elon Musk has to do is go, uh, here, David, here's the proof. Here's my car floating through space uh, on its way to Mars. <laughs> like, yeah. like... I, I just don't understand. Are we talking about the car that was shatterproof? Oh, no. No, but he's <laughs> talking about that. He goes, he goes, yeah, well, what we did is we hit the base of it with a sledgehammer, <laughs> uh, instantly weakening any bulletproof thing. Like, he, 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 he did own it quite well, I thought. What so, you? Ba- yeah, so, well, basically, so basically, saying if, you want to shoot, if you want to shoot someone in this car, just hit the base of it first with a sledgehammer and then shoot them. Shoot twice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once to shoot through it, once to pop it. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I, that whole like, well, I will give you one bitcoin or whatever it is to if I can, like, yeah, it's his stipulation. So you go, well, there's no photographic evidence, or there's, oh, well, this is just, you know, you can't actually see the whole of the earth, like. It well, <laughs> it's what I, I want to know what qualifiers. I want to see yeah. where's his rules to the competition to see. It would never, ever, ever would he pay out. No, I, I also think I also think as well the people who could pr- like actually prove prove that the Earth was round don't give a fuck are probably just laughing at the fact that like I would not give you one pence to fucking prove this bet because I don't want to fucking show people that I'm wasting my time mm. on your shit. And yeah. I, I mean, we we agreed at the beginning of this like 
I was probably the first to be on board with it. And I still am on board with what he said at the end, which I'm very much, I'm very much about. But again, it comes into Have you a seen spiritual Flatworld, realm. JJ? I, I haven't. I don't think I, I watched four or five flat earth documentaries. No, no, no. The, 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 the book, uh, Flat World. Uh, oh, no, they... no, 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 no. So it's exactly. It was a book. book. I didn't you said read it. Book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't read. There was a film. Uh, it's a it's a, a, a classic in uh, so I guess sci-fi in some respects. Classic. It's about yeah. flat land and it's about a flat land where two D shapes live, and it's about one of those shapes being pulled from the two D land into a three D world, and it just can't really compute, can't comprehend it. And when it goes back into the two D world, it tries to explain what. He's done. I, think, uh, I haven't seen this. Seen Isn't it. it a short film? It, it, there is a short film version. And it's a really long book. And it's also very well linked into a beautiful one, the allegory of the cave, um, which is where somebody is in a cave and always yes. lives in a cave yeah, and only sees shadows. shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah same and concept. Um... But that whole 2D, 3D thing. And then obviously, if you put yourselves in the fact sense that we're the 3D characters, then yeah, there totally could be a fourth dimension. There totally could be weird, phasey aliens. And then where you'd see them, you'd see them in phasey shifts because we wouldn't be able to comprehend what they would be in those dimensions. So like, I, I'm, you know, that's the far out bits, which I can, you know, understand and put it like Fable in, but yeah, some of the other stuff I couldn't got a beautiful bit of research I did for you. <laughs> okay. So um, I could be given. in conversations about this all night, but, but I, we well, need we, to, we <laughs> I know you want to, <laughs> I know you, yeah, Dean's gone. I know you want to sort of wrap up, but there's, yeah, there's two, Definitely two really good ones I want to show you. I haven't so, talked to anyone in six years. <laughs> <laughs> so David's quote was beautiful. He said, um, has anyone got a globe there? Get a globe out. Globes are only for demonstrational purposes. There is a sticker on the bottom of all globes that state this. So I thought, wouldn't it be cool, right, to speak to somebody who like, makes globes? So <laughs> I found one and then I emailed him. And I was like, um, do you put stickers on your globes for decoration only, not for educational purposes or words to that effect? And uh, this lovely lady called Naomi, who works in a beautiful globe manufacturers, which you can see some amazing designs of globes. So they've got their classic dome. They've got like a new age fandangle see-through globe with like a laser LED thing that spins around and projects the globe on the inside of the thing. There's like inverted globes where you're like the painting has been wrapped around the globe and then they hang it up. So as you're walking under it, it looks like a mirror image of you. It's the weirdest things to anyway. No globe. So I was like, do you put stickers <laughs> on the globe? She said, no, the closest thing that we put on is a word facsimile onto our historical representations. There's a fucking awesome story about how they got into business and how they wrecked replicated one of the most amazing globes on the planet it's like a 14th century globe in germany and the german museum that found out that they were doing it uh they told them they yeah you, we're doing our own one and then when they produced their own one uh then the the people came over and ended up buying theirs and yeah it's fucking it, it's craftsmanship when it comes to yeah for making stuff um, she said, we can add personalized messages to the globes and the wording is provided by the customer. So you can have any message you desire. So if Dave wants to get some special globe stickers <laughs> printed up for him, she'll do you. No worries. 
<laughs> out of the range of your website, what is your favorite globe? She said the Aqua Alivia and probably the Belheim one. Um, we talked a little bit about the Hermetic globe, and she said that her boss created it. Uh, if someone were to provide you with a map, how much it would it cost to get a custom globe knocked up? She said it depends on the size of the globe and what it stands on. We have done something like this for sometimes no extra charge of around 50 to 100 pounds. So if Dave wants to go and get a flat earth map done in a globe form, she'll sort you out. Uh, <laughs> for a map on this instance for instance would it need a scale because if you have a look you will find no scale on any globe of a flat earth map at all so uh would you need the scale to be able to do it she said we would need a high dpi image that is equirectangular any image that you can put on a globe uh, as they are used for decorative as well as educational purposes um if you had a map and want to scale it uh, added this is also something that we can do Christ, my mic just fell off. <laughs> uh, it's the spirit of David. He fell off the edge. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. He's going um, to come and start doing pottery with you. Just flat, pot, flat pottery. Hello. Plates. <laughs> plates. <laughs> yeah, just plates. Or he's just going to make fajitas. I want to make a dough. I want to make a bowl. Just plates. Um, <laughs> she... She was just lovely and said that, um, yeah, she's got some really interesting stuff that goes down to maps. Uh, 1569 was the, the best map, uh, best globe that they produced. It's a facsimile of uh, the Gerard Mercator map uh, globe uh, that's in uh, a museum in Germany. Uh, but Naomi was a star. So thanks to Naomi and Greaves and Thomas, which I'll put all the links and photographs in there for, uh, for you. Yeah, nice. And what is um, she, like I say, you've done a lot of fucking work. Did you ask her about flat earth? I, it was, the conversation was hilarious uh, because I, I said, can I, have you got five minutes to pick your brains about some weird and wonderful questions to do with globes? And she said, oh, this sounds interesting. And then I explained that I'm basically trying to do some research for a conspiracy podcast about flat earth. I was just like hiding myself as I was saying it. Sort of thing. You could hear her sort of like, go, uh, yeah. Grown. She <laughs> She groaned. She did a little <laughs> bit, and she Here did say, go. "What I'll do is I will answer your question, but I don't want you to mention my name and stuff until I've spoke to my boss." And then she emailed me back. <laughs> oh, all good. Fine about it. It was really cool. So uh, he was like, "Yeah, well, if he wants a flat Earth globe, I'll make him one." She she does a, a Mars Elvis globe, like that. It's themed on Elvis, but it's Martian. It's like. <laughs> And they do. I, like that. I really like that. They do. Um, they do she should, we should see if we can get a, uh, not another conspiracy globe made. Oh, yeah, it's just an. Amazing. It's just a completely. There's nothing on it apart from where we live just and Google. where Dave lives. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and a browser. How really do that? You could put some of your previous casts and then locations to where they are on the map. That would be. Yeah, great. that'd be good. I mean, it'd be mostly based in England, and then you'd have one listener in uh, in Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> it's, it's Dean's mate, not Dean. Dean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the 30 goblin. minutes to the end of this one that you tuned in for. Um, there's the Connecticut girl one that you were saying about how they were taught um, in uh, Connecticut, 120 years old. Um, oh, but the Americans... It's really it's really hard to look up. Basically, there was a woman in creation in the 1930s, 
Um, these accounts could be accurate, but they could be also be ravens from a mad woman. It's hard to say. There's no links. Um, and there was another little, there was a snippet in Zyatic Technology or Astronomy. Um, and I can't help but think that there was something that I'd seen along the way that, that was connected to Hitler Nazi youth camps. But I did find a link to Michael from Vsauce. Hi, it's Michael from Vsauce, that guy. Um, <laughs> It's my, Michael from... V yeah, I'll put the link for you in the... In the <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and he... Hooks, I really hope that you've made all these links private on your own server and just make all the traffic go to your own server because this could make you millions. <laughs> <laughs> no, Everyone's no, just no, like, no, oh, yeah, I'm going to go check this out. No, it's my it's my Not Another Conspiracy Podcast Flat Earth Special. I think that's what it's named. Yeah, it's an app. Huxley's app. <laughs> it's not an app. I haven't got an app. And if I had an app, it would be bloody free. Okay, right. So, <laughs> um, you never had stuff. And if it isn't free, I'll give you one Bitcoin to prove me wrong that it is. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, there was a bit. Um, he had a bit where he found... Um, Will Beglin Viola in 1906 became the head of a religious sect in Zion, Illinois, and they enforced flat earth teachings amongst the schools in that, which is documented fact. So, is that because it's Zion? Yeah. Yeah. So Zion, if it's the same, obviously, it's, is it in reference to the the Judaism Zion? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Every okay. conspiracy goes back to the Jews. With it's you're there again. Is it, I feel like doing a what's his name, Adam Curtis bit for like. <gasps> okay, this is this is one of the big ones. This is one of my favourites, if not the other one. Okay, can I go pour a glass of wine? I can hear you. Do it. Just do it. Go get some wine. He can hear. He can hear us. Why pauses? Uh, if you want to have a whiteboard or a calculator ready, you will like this one. If you want to do well, this at home, you can do. Right. This is kind of cool. On, let me get my so, whiteboard out. I've got, I've got a whiteboard, but I'm going to use a calculator instead. So um, the, the question was, who built the pyramids? And David's like, well, oh, I don't know. Yeah, and he's right. Fuck knows. But it would make a good podcast. OK, so I've got some really interesting points about this one. And when we were in the Discord, big shout outs to Cal and Kierju, uh, we were chatting about the pyramids alignments with Orion's belt. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. OK, so this came from a guy called Bavel, but... B-A-U-V-A-L. He made a connection between the layout of the three main pyramids and the structure of Orion's belt, how the pyramids uh, basically look the same. He created and published the idea in 1989 in his discussions of Egyptology, volume 13, and then expanded on it further in 1994. And then Graham Hancock um, gets on board in 1996 with a separate... Of do you like Graham you? Hancock. How do you feel about Mr. Hancock? Oh, I love Graham Hancock. I do. I just yeah. can't read his books. They're too long. <laughs> They're too fucking okay. long. I've bought them all, but I've never even opened them. So he said <laughs> we have demonstrated with substantial body... Just listen to Rogan. Just listen to him on Rogan. He's good on Rogan. I like He's it. He's brilliant on Rogan. 
Uh, with a substantial body of evidence that the patterns of the stars is frozen on the ground at Giza in the form of the three pyramids and the Sphinx represents the disposition of the constellations of Orion and Leo as they looked at the moment of the sunrise on the spring equinox during the astronomical age of Leo. Like that song. Wicked dawning of the age of Leo. Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, where we going? I know this song. Aquarius. I just don't know the melody. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's basically goes on about it being 2,160 years ago. Um, and But then Graham Hans has got this whole thing about the younger Dryas from 10,970 years ago, BC-ish. Um, this leads on to the theory of the lost civilization, which again, there's another entire podcast. <laughs> so I said to a few of you guys before, I've got a mate, his, his name's Tim. He is the man when it comes to Egyptology. I am like i've got like in awe of him he's a lovely dude i've got all the time in the world and i was like oh i'm doing some stuff about egypt like i want to know your coolest facts uh do you know much about the whole relation between orion's belt he said it's common misconception that the pyramids align exactly with the stars of orion it's more that their position including smaller pyramids are between the stars of orion's belt Orion was also linked as the god of rebirth, osiris lending uh, strength to the idea that the pyramids were burial sites he said, I believe the Egyptologist named Bauer. Oh, yeah, I've told you about that. Um, the amazing fact, he said, um, the evidence is everywhere. The exact dimensions of the earth can be taken from the Great Pyramid. They were absolute masters of the night sky. The Egypt sky was the most clear and allowed them to have a much deeper understanding to the cosmos. Just imagine the visibility and the time and the place. They attributed a god to every constellation and they were the first to really adapt their architecture to take advantage of it. For instance, on my birthday, on 22nd of October, if anyone wants to send Tim a birthday card, you can. Uh, the sun's rays directly line up with the temple of Abu Simbel, Simbel to light up the statue Am Amen in the Holy of Holies, the innermost sanctum deep within the temple. This phenomenon is no accident and had to be replicated with the temple being moved in the 70s. This showed modern scientists just how difficult the task was to even with modern day tools. It's just one example of out of thousands why uh, their civilization was so advanced. I was astounded by this, but I really wanted to know more about something that Tim said. I was like, Whoa, 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 go back. You said the exact dimensions of the earth can be taken from the Great Pyramid. He then sent me this video. It's Graham Hancock saying the following, okay? Um, we don't know- I, I know about this. I, th yes. this is I don't. the one that I was like really okay. fucking mesmerized by. This Sorry. blew me away. I was like, holy shit, this is weird. He said, we don't know who built them. It's approximately 6 million tons in the Great Pyramid. Its footprint is 13 acres across. It is 750 feet along each side and 480 feet tall. It has 2.5 million blocks of stone and it's down to true north within 3 sixtieths of a degree. Graham says, if you take the height, 481 feet, and times it by the number 43,200, you get the polar radius of the Earth. So I did the calculations on there on the calculator, and it gets you some, some stuff. Uh, he said, Google says that it's the polar radius of the Earth is 20,855,643 feet. 
Graham's calculation works out at 20,779,200 feet. And it's like, okay, that's just like a short walking distance. That's not far off. Okay, the next quote is that the base, if 750 feet across, again, times it by that number, 43,200, you'll get the equatorial circumference of the Earth, 332,400,000. So I get Google and I'm like, Google, what's the circumference of the Earth? It measures it around the equator. It's 131,479,715 feet. I'm like, whoa, these calculations are bullshit. Then I was like, hang on a minute. Oh, no, that's one side. The pyramid's got four sides, isn't it? So I did the new calculation of 750 foot times four, and you get a 129,600,000. That means there's a variance, about 2 million feet or thereabouts, but it's only 1.5% out. So the claim is that the pyramid, the Great Pyramid, depicts the Earth in mathematical senses. That is and mental. The, right. the I don't, I'm presuming you're going to say this now, but I don't know. The uh, sand, oh, I want to say sand just because <laughs> I presume that that's what it is, that has been risen up from where the pyramids actually are and where they are now. If they, they've been doing these calculations correctly as well, they those pyramids go quite far down. So that you add you add quite a, a quite a significant amount of distance on that actual circumference. Because I when I was in Egypt, um, we spoke to a, a lad who was working part-time in the hotel where we were. His basically his uncle owned the hotel and he was uh, studying to be a like an Egyptologist uh, in Giza. And he was saying wow. that they'd, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, that they found a, basically he described it as a laser etched flower of life that goes around all the pyramids and it literally encompasses them in the ground. I thought I'd said that on the podcast. But, oh, could you try again? Siri's fucking listening. Oh, yeah. They, he see that show, yes. And that, that basically that basically set that where the pyramids are to zero because they were saying for them to build the pyramids where they were, that would be the zero point because that is the, the essentially the flat ground of where it is. And he was, I'm not, I don't want to make this guy sound like a dafty because obviously he's not going to listen to this podcast, but he was a kid who was so excited about this. Like he was basically giving me prunes and going, I was with my missus at the time. And he was like, these will give you vitality, you know, in the bedroom. Uh, like, not like a smart, like he was a guy from Egypt. He was like a, and he was so excited about this job. And he said that they just discovered this in the ground. And he said, that will essentially give us the zero point of where the pyramids were made. Wow. So in my mind, what you saying that I'm, I'm thinking that the, the ground zero is here. And then the measurements now are probably a little bit higher because of obviously year like millions of years of sand buildup and earth buildup and you know decay even as well. You've got to you've got to remember the decay of the pyramids themselves. Like when you know what you're saying about the the side lengths, are they are they current side lengths or uh, like recently current side lengths? Well, the initial measurement was done in. Um... Oh, hang on. Sorry, the mic's really slipped. There we go. The initial measurements that I've got initially, when the video that I've got this from, Graham Hancock's talking about it in feet. Um, the 
if you go back and do the new calculations that use uh, meters, uh, I found that it went down from from 1.5% to 0.05%. Uh, it, it, the, yeah, if you go and measure it more accurate, I find, think you'll find that the measurements for the Earth will be more accurate. Be the, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, again, we're not doing a podcast about pyramids, but if a pyramid gut is like this and then it, it continues going, because there was arguments years ago that it went all the way down, like even further, and then went into another like mirror pyramid underneath. Because I, I don't know, if, I think I was telling you about it, Ben, that the, the same guy who I'm talking about said that, you know, the the gold, uh, is it the precipice? I don't know what it's called, the, the top, top point. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying that that is actually buried in the the bottom part of the pyramid. It's actually facing downwards in, in the ground of the pyramid. You'll have to ask your pal about it, man, because this is a, th- a thing that, like I say, a guy told me when I was when I was just in Egypt, like no, really, just gonna... some random dude who was telling me that prunes will give me an erection, you know, like not that I, ne- I never told the guy I was struggling to get an erection. But <laughs> he he definitely wasn't. He was he definitely had a full. He was blow. fully erect the whole time. He, yeah. he was just like a like this. Um, so why uh, the last bit on the end of that video from Joe, Graham Hancock was the the scale? Why is the scale one to forty three thousand two hundred? Well, that's derived from the precession of the Earth's axis. One degree equals 72 years. So 600 times 72 is 43,200. There are errors, but is negligible. Oh, that's yeah. the quote. But, um, and it is, it is blinding to think that the ma- it's, it is, it could be fucking coincidental, but the fact that it lines no. up with True North and the fact that all of those angles it, it relate to... It is That is the opposite of a coincidence. Well, straight away... It, 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 it's like it's it's somebody's it's somebody's life work. The thing is, and, and it's multiple generations of life work. That's the thing that this is the, the the awful part about our society is that because we try and achieve things in one generation, we presume that everybody else before us tried to achieve it in one generation. Mm-hmm. They were probably passing down that knowledge. And this yeah. is where there's a it, I think David even spoke about it briefly in the podcast. This is where he came from with the the um what's it called the restriction of knowledge and he feels that it's being held from us by somebody else or whatever and we're all electric beans and whatnot but that's the thing with our ego our ego is that we do one thing in our lifetime and it doesn't get passed on anymore and you'll find that it, it probably doesn't like there's a big thing at the moment like without going too far off it there's a big thing at the moment about like um gender equality in tattooing and how that like women have only just got their way in tattooing it's because it was passed down from male tattooists to their sons and because they didn't want their female daughter, their daughters to be involved in this, they just didn't get a fucking a saying. And that's probably what happened fucking millions of years ago. Like if anything, we're, you know, we're eventually getting to like stilling like gender equality, but there's a high probability that, you know, back then they were just like, yeah, well, I'll tell my son because he's going to be the king of fucking Egypt one day. And you, you, you watch any of those like, old Monty, um, all right, I'm not saying Monty Python's ancient, but you watch any of them, they take the piss out of it. Like, for instance, the stone throwing bit. Oh, you can't go and throw a stone at somebody because you're a woman. Do you know There's what I mean? There's women here, is there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, I, I genuinely think that that's probably the, that's where that's kind of gone. Again, I've digressed, as I always do. 
No, it's a fair point, man. I'm so, glad that we did 20 minutes on Egypt. We, uh, I love Egypt, <laughs> so there we go. That was good. Well, yeah, I do. I'll put as much as I've the links to say I found in, in the Egypty section sort of thing. But uh, uh, yeah, if anyone's got any interesting Egypt points, chuck them in the Discord. I'd love to pick them out apart a little bit more. Um, okay, so a couple more ones. They said uh, uh, telescopes are owned by the Vatican and pointing south. Uh, firstly, which optical radio telescopes, when they link and triangulate them together to get amazing pictures like the first image of the black hole, be a bit more specific. Also, you're incorrect. They're not all owned <laughs> by the Vatican. One really fat one that's owned by the Vatican, and I bet you can guess its name. Any ideas what the telescope is called? Jesus. Nope. <laughs> the Pope. Close. Yeah. Child oh, sex. No, no, God, no. <laughs> You've gone the wrong way. <laughs> sex with minors. Um, I think it's an acronym, um, but it's called Lucifer. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, that, oh, yeah, yes. I yeah. That. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny we did actually know that. So, know uh, that there's yeah. a fucking fantastic video with these Jesuit priests and these, like, completely. Oh, don't get me started on the Jesuits. They're the, they're <laughs> yes, the real. They're just uh, just to quickly point out though, I think the reason why it's called Lucifer is something to do with the morning star, isn't it? Uh, well, the, this one is an, an acronym for like, uh, yeah, light orientating. Yeah, yeah. I, but I can't it, it, it is based on the fact that it is called something to do with the morning star. They, the morning star it, is another name for uh, Lucifer, a mace, the devil. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the right. devil. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a beautiful bit as a like five minute video, and it's got these Jesuit priests, it's got these atheist scientists, and they all like meet up and share like like information, and they don't give a shit about religion. It's all about like the discovery of planets and science and shit. Good. And it's it's a beautiful video. So uh, it's Jesuits, also man. Listen to Sam Tripoli, man. He hates the Jesuits. Well, he thinks the Jesuits. He, he uh, hates everybody. He's a fucking Jesuit. weirdo, man. He the, 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 the only god he worships is the god of fucking cocaine. Oh yeah, baby. Why do you think it's called fucking tinfoil hat? That's where he keeps it all. He's got that much. He's got that much of it in his fucking hat, man. <laughs> so um, yeah, the these guys, the Jesuit priests, this particular uh, telescope, were also the guys uh, responsible for finding out about the green flash. Um, there's a phenomenon that a lot of sailors have often seen that when the sun just dips below at sunset um you can get a weird green flash that mm. jumps up from the top again it's some weird phenomenon it's refraction it only happens now and again the sideshow brothers don't know if you know hank and john green the vlog brothers yeah but one of them the sideshow did a full breakdown on it uh, and again it's a really interesting point it doesn't really fit with any of the flat earth models um science explains the green flash phenomenon but flat earth doesn't so again it adds another sort of point to the to the list there's a few and bits i think probably the green flash again because me and ben come from like a, a visual visual arts background the green flash is probably to do with the fact that the sun is yellow and yeah. the ocean is blue yeah so, so you're gonna get the fucking... not blue the sky is blue yeah the sky the is blue so yeah. you, but you you're gonna get some sort of like color refraction yeah in um, there i think i think gonna... a lot of i think a lot of the arguments like that could be can completely like just by atmosphere the sky the sea yeah. like mm. like just anything like that the heat refraction like the heat you know the waves of the heat from things you know it, it sounds like a cop-out until you actually look into what it is what's going on and people that are far more qualified than me why like, more qualified than me 
like from the Isle of Wight to try and explain it. But what I will say is I have done a look, a look into it and everything that I've told you about has got a linkable point. It's got diagrams. It's got a video, something for you to be able to look at it yourself. Do your own research, as they say. So, yeah, exactly. Well, this is this is like I, I don't know how close you are to the end of your there. Thing. The one of the issues that we I always have with um, he's doing your my, own research with my pals. <laughs> yeah, I never do any research. That's the best way. <laughs> I I like to think about it as like a personal thing because ex things you've experienced. Because if you go out and search something, you're always going to find what you want to find. Yeah. I think. In yeah, most the confirmation cases. bias is what it's called. Mm -hmm. But the one of the things that when you know you get onto conversation and you talk about the podcast, and you get some people who go, "Oh, you fucking podcast! I'm glad you're doing that." They're glad you're doing that on a on like a social scale, and they're glad you do it. But you get the ones who are, are like, "Oh, I'm glad you're doing that," but I don't agree with this. That's fine. Like, um, for instance, like Hooks, we uh, my friend Dan's been in the chat about the COVID stuff and and a lot, and he's he literally that's the only thing he cares about is the mm -hmm. COVID thing. So in his mind, he's going to find things that are biased towards the argument against the COVID being being real. Well, so, I put links up where just stuff I've found. Like I haven't gone into that one too deeply, and I don't know. I'm keeping a toe in, but keeping a sort of like yeah. Look. I think again, I, I think I think you should because it is the problem. The problem is with it is like. You know, like I, I really appreciate what you've done here because you've, you've kind of like, we would literally do this podcast every week, and I could guarantee that I would be tainted by somebody every fucking week. I'd just be like, oh my god, and then I all of a sudden my brain just kind of goes, and it kind of does like a hard restart, and I'm just like, oh, I can't think about anything else now. And then I do, and this is why I'm fucking making bikinis and doing welding and shit because I'm just like, <laughs> I can't do. I mean, when we started this podcast, we started it because we were so bored that we were watching fucking shit on the TV that was yeah. just like, what research has that guy done? I don't care because he's taking the time to do that research. He's taking the time to record <laughs> it. Yeah. We and can he's record like, that. <laughs> taking his whole life. And I think you can, you can see as well from David's point of view. But the, the I think the main thing with the David thing is the uh it's the capitalism on it that's what bothers me because it's yes all right you you're making an advantage of making money out of something but you're also taking advantage of people who maybe at the time are not quite screwed on not you know we did it for entertainment value and i still kind of you know <laughs> it's people looking for an answer to why the world is how it is mm -hmm. that's the problem there's there's people out there that like me and JJ get sucked in and Dean, I know get sucked in sometimes, but we get sucked in because we want to believe because it's fun to make believe. And there's people out there that haven't got lives as good as ours that need something to believe in that they need to know that it's not their fault that the, that the world's against them. The world is against everyone and they need to believe that. And that is where people like David as articulate, and as friendly as he is, he's making money out of people needing something to believe in. And mm -hmm. and like, if you're listening to this podcast thinking like, you fucking cunts, you, you turned your back on David. We were never with David. <laughs> we were never with David. And I'm really sorry to like burst your bubble, but 
we just played along because like that's what whoa, we whoa, do. whoa, 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 whoa. No, I, we, I, yeah, no, the, sin- the sincerity, I'm, I'm not, no, I am. I had just thrown you under there. The sincerity there with was there with me. Like I, I and I, but when, it when was he on was a personal about, level with him. It wasn't. It wasn't anything to do with flat Earth. Yeah, the spirituality side of it. I still totally believe. Like I think he was onto something with that. But when he was coming to his app and like we did this test and we did that, like it, like he, it was, and obvious. that's it. Like. It was Hux is, Hux has pointed it. you've pointed that out like greatly because it it's very well it, this is the thing again with the internet like it's all very well like someone might have come across our podcast for the first time and they might have been like oh my god that's fucking Ben from Smoking Hearts <laughs> they probably weren't they, they, might, have uh, they, they might have been but they probably didn't no, they, yeah, they probably did uh <laughs> They might have been, oh my god, that's JJ from Pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they said, God, I lost. <laughs> Did you go Pointless? Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah, did yeah. it. Oh, I've got yeah, to find that yeah. episode. Yeah, I'm missing that. I'll show you the trophy. Oh, oh it's, sm- it's way smaller than I thought it was. Have you not seen it? Look when at that. Showed- when you showed me it, I thought it was way bigger. Oh, no. Oh, it's, I mean, fuck it. it's well heavy, though. Yeah, it's a massive bit of glass. That's I just amazing. Wanted, I just wanted to show my pointless trophy. Oh, I? mate, yeah. I'm going to be searching through them episodes. Try it's not. Yeah, it, I'll let you know when it's out. I'll put it in the podcast. But uh, I'll t- well, I'll, t- I'll tell you about it in the po- uh, in the in the discord about um, how well I did. I, I, I genuinely think that um, when it comes to this flat earth thing, it's it's people just wishing that there was a reason for the for everything being shit. Yep, and, I and, and it's finding an answer in, like, it's just trying to find an answer for why the world the way is the way it is, and if it's it's a nefarious government conspiracy controlling us all, it makes a life a lot easier to. But where have these come from? Half of these people were all moon landing deniers, then they've jumped onto flat Earth, and now they're on to QAnon. Like you know, it's, it's, it's an the answer. next big it's thing. It's an answer. It's what it is, and I've, yeah, it's an answer to the, their problems. Like, like I guarantee you that ninety nine point eight percent of flat Earthers are American. And that's not slight on Americans. It's a slight on the fact that their country and our country, more and more people I know that are normies, and we said this before, didn't we, JJ? Yeah. The normies are getting into conspiracy is because it's an answer to their problems. It's a reason for the world being shit. It's not their government just being incapable cunts that can't look after their people. But it's it 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 goes it goes back onto. It goes back onto the reason why uh, a lot of British people are racist and a lot of pe- uh, British people are sexist is because they have to have blame something on somebody. Like it, it I, I genuinely think it comes down to like uh, is is unacknowledgement. I don't know if that is yeah. the word, I but think, yeah. it comes down to the fact that they don't want to acknowledge that their their downfalls. They want to blame it on something else, yeah. and that you know all, all this stuff you see at the moment about like uh, racial hatred and stuff like that. And it, the problem for me is it it comes down to a point where people are start start blaming everybody who don't care, like us. Like 
it's like you need to acknowledge this because it's your problem i get that i get that that is a it is a male problem or a, a white problem or whatever but that is not the issue the issue is insecurity in our society people are so insecure with where they are what they're doing and this this is where david's point does come on to he he, he even alienates himself to other flat earthers because he believes, because he's successful, I think he believes because he's successful that he doesn't want to go back on what he said, but he also doesn't want to kind of acknowledge that he's a little bit lost and he doesn't, you know, he even, what did he say right at the beginning? Like, I haven't done any research into his actual company and I'm, I was hoping that you'd done Yeah, he said he was, research he, I, 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 I lost my, uh, I was fired from my well-paying job because I believe this. He didn't say that. He said that he made the choice. He made oh, yeah, the choice. Oh, yeah. he, left his, he left a well-paying job to pursue flat earth. He also said that he spent two weeks researching it, couldn't prove that it was round, and that's how he started up his app. And I would love <laughs> worth of research because I would want to pick that research apart with a fine tooth comb. There's another point that which really leads on really well to this, though, and that's about critical thinking. Like one of the things that he said, point thirty-five. Um, if there there would be collapse if it got out, <clears throat> this is an interesting, albeit impossible, hypothetical mind game to try and unpick, as you'd have to start with the scope of the people involved, with the effectively greatest hoax ever known. We're talking the aforementioned sailors, astronomers, cartographers, navigators, then later astronauts, NASA staff, all pilots, all flight crew, all air traffic control staff, all weathermen, most scientists, most teachers, all government, globe makers, satellite engineers, Mars rover mission team, college professors, their interns who are likely making YouTube videos thinking they're the next social influencer. And you think that one of them is not going to nick the data and try and release it so it can be a fucking star? Like, play out your theory and it just doesn't add up i don't like, i don't want to pick about your research hooks but the thing that i like the most about it was you said weathermen and then you said most <laughs> most scientists most scientists most sci all weathermen but, but the weathermen all, all the weathermen they <laughs> weather people know. sorry weather people weather people but i mean oh no i didn't mean it wasn't any reference to sex. <laughs> oh, that's it that's your fucking cis it's, white that's male, my male agenda. privilege privilege that I just let the privilege show sorry yeah. um so i mean you know like the you think that you know all of humanity what's left over after a civil collapse the fact that you wouldn't trust anything you wouldn't have gps that worked none of the satellites would work they'd fall out of the sky there wouldn't be facebook twitter youtube do you think everyone would migrate south for the winter beyond the wall like john snow it's all very farcical like yeah to, to just sort of take into accomplish what he's talking about so, um, <coughs> right, <coughs> Haley's comment. There's <laughs> more. There's uh, more. There's a I little. Mean, I, bit I, more. I took note. We're on thirty-eight, and he said he had forty-six. Right. This so is this 43. is pretty much the last one with a couple of roundy up bits. So Haley's comment. David said the um, predictions of the eclipses has been around way longer than the heliocentric model. It's a fair point. Um, and there would have been speculation as to what's going on above our heads. But what it's disregarding is the use of these historical charts and observations and other celestial bodies has actually helped people like Halley and Kepler 
and a range of whole like dudes way cleverer than you and me to plot work out a working model of the solar system with laws that govern it that do work and make sense with physics later on this is confirmed with sputnik yuri gagarin old neil and buzz aldrin and then the other one that no one can remember their name and, <laughs> um people like that went out and to prove it it's not just theory it's fact uh, and so our ancestors seeing patterns in the sky or with, with eclipses really doesn't equate a flat earth. I then wrote a little bit called Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. Okay, so it's a little story, and I think you might like this one. We're starting our little story back in 1664 with a dude called Christopher Wren. He's an architect. He's a playmate of King Charles. Uh, he loved the globe. He loved the telescope. He had unusual knowledge towards... A so he made lenses loads better and he started a thing yeah. called the royal society uh, then you enter our uh or go back a little bit for robert hook which uh he's got massive links to the isle of Wight. He used to live here there's a little museum here with some of his shit in which yeah. is amazing um he got an oxford scholarship and he's really into things like code science experiments and he's really into making the equipment that science experiments run on oh and he's down with microscopes and he's really quite good at drawing, like detailed drawings, especially fleas. Next up, you've got Robert Boyle. He's intrigued by everything, specifically air. Um, he and uh, Robbie Hook, they made a thing called an air pump um, and was the best invention since the sliced bread machine, which had been... It was the biggest dick and larger in England, right? He's the biggest... <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> Weirdly, though, he um, didn't like <laughs> he didn't like birds. Oh, you well, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't dick enlarging his dick for birds, though, was he? He wasn't for birds. He, if anyone wants to get the reference, basically, he invented the vacuum pump and he put a bird inside the vacuum pump glass chamber and then, uh, yeah, sucked all the air out to prove yeah. that. I, I I remember reading about that. Well, hearing about that when I was a kid. Definitely didn't read about it. Didn't read. He just hated a birdie. Um, so then you... Um, I remember I said that Hook was really good at sketching. Well, he decided that he wanted to do a book signing. And he got a book published in 1665 called The Micrographia, um, which was uh, the most... Uh, whilst he did this, he was sketching the most amazing comet in his sketchbook. Meanwhile, in a crazy Merlin-esque workshop, Sir Isaac Newton scribbles down notes in his copy of Hook's book. Isaac loves a bit of alchemy. He also likes poking his eyes. He's mesmerised by light and obviously would love Pink Floyd album covers. Yes. Uh, he sometimes, Who doesn't? Well, yeah. He sometimes enjoyed a little hardcore maths and he loved the numbers. Uh, he loved apples and stars and theorising about things falling down. They called him, uh, aka uh, Mr. Gravity, uh, aka MC Little G, uh, the the G Dog, or the Bane of Roger Babson. Roger Babson is the man who hated gravity. Fucking amazing link. Have a little look in the disc. I heard of Stark side of the moon. He was the Stark side <laughs> of the moon. <laughs> so. Um, uh, let's get back to our tale. Okay, pop quiz. What happened in 1666? Um, you're I mean, asking the, the two least educated. 1066 for Battle of Hastings. 1066. 1666. I haven't got a clue. Pudding Lane. The Plague. 
the gr- yeah, Great yeah. Fire of London. Great Fire of London and the Great Fire of London. Okay, Great Fire of London. This is a really good interjection because this gave Ren a chance to rebuild London. Ren's the architect dude. Uh, much as we still know it today, things like St Paul's Conservatory. Uh, conservatory. Uh, St Paul's Conservatory. Greenwich Observatory and St Paul's Cathedral. It's off the back. And it's, <laughs> it's got underfloor heating. It's really I mean, noisy in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> um this this particular bit of christmas uh, it's got a really weird interjection because there's a fantastic conspiracy that revolves around the rebuilding of the of london after the great yeah. fire of london, because specifically the fire stopped one block before the royal society's building and right where the gentrification that ran decided to rebuilding goes there's it's- still just to point out for my uh scottish friends there's still a conspiracy theory about the uh Glasgow School of Art, which also did the same thing. It went down Socky Hall Street and stopped Stop. just just after the School of Art. You so the School of Art, the School of Art burnt down, but the School of Sciences and stuff like that didn't burn down, which is oh. surprising because the building's still attached to there. Um, so, and I flew my drone over there a uh, couple of nights after it burnt down the second time. Ooh. And the actual conspiracy is not about what you think it is. It's about the the Chinese taking over Sucky Hall Street to uh, basically regenerate Sucky Hall Street, but they stopped. Apparently, they stopped the fire on at the corner of Sucky Hall Street, which is where the last building that was owned by the Chinese, um, I don't know what you the community owned. So interesting. Bit of shin for you there. It's, I mean, there's elements towards it that you can, there's no facts behind it that I've found, but the theory behind that I think is pretty cool. Um, anyway, back to our tale. Um, the, I don't know if it's real, but it's a really good yarn. Right, Hook built a monument uh, telescope, um, but it didn't work. It was like a, like, like... <laughs> I thought it was a really funny point to add. That was yeah. such an Alec Bartridge. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was like, it, but it didn't work. It was like Nelson's column with like a hole through the center of it. So then you'd have a lens and a mirror and then you, the theory behind it was quite Project, good. Like a projection. Um, then, so as I said before, that Newton and Hook had a bit of camaraderie. They're a bit of a rival. Newton fucking hated Hook. That's basically yeah. like, probably because he got his book out before he did and it was really good and all the rest of it. Anyway, enter Edmund Halley into the mix. Now, he loved astronomy, a sextant and a telescope. And he was like, I'm going to go off down under the globe and map the southern skies um, to help out the Navy. Um, bear in mind, there's no pole star down there. Um, so you've got a, he went out to, to map it all using things like the Southern Cross. Whilst this is going on, um, Halley and Hook... Uh, Get chatting in coffee bars. They loved the coffee and the natter, but they also accepted that they weren't very good at maths. So uh, <laughs> they knew that's that... basically like me and Ben. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. Have, we have these chats. Chat. I've got a fucking clue what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So um, then another weird comet shows up, and Halley's like, "I've got a couple of theories about the second comet that maybe it's the first comet." And then he's like, oh, I've got like, I've got theory, but I need someone to do the maths for me. And the best person who's down with maths is Newton. So uh, he decides to get Newton on board in 1684. Newton's all, what do you want? What do you want? What kind of maths? And he's like, well, I reckon it's like this, this and this. And Newton's all, 
yeah, I've done that maths like three years ago. <laughs> and he's like, dig it out then. And he's like, oh, I can't be bothered. And he was just like, well, can you do it again? And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing other shit. So like he does the best thing that he could possibly do. He was like, well, you know, your mate, Robert Hook, he's nearly finished the equations. And Newton's like, right, I'm on it. OK, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um uh accomplished this by winding him up yeah um <laughs> newton's all hold my apple i'll get my quill classic ed what a legend um so <laughs> uh, you ben so <laughs> you uh, anything to prove anyone wrong oh <laughs> my apple i'll get my quill <laughs> oh my quill uh isaac wanted to get on board with a book signing ceremony of his own so he struck a publisher deal and released the principia mathematica by Newton, explains maths and what gravity is and how it works. Um, after this, uh, Halley got a copy of the book and then they worked out that it was a singular comet, published a paper, and that is history. So the phrase shoulders, standing on the shoulders of giants, which is just what we were talking about earlier, is very apt as these guys are the giants of the science world circa 17th century. Um, and it's these guys to study, to understand and believe, not people like Dave and his YouTube app and his channel. Uh, let um, other people like the people in the link that I'll give you tell you all about these guys in full detail. Before so hang on, hang on one second. Let me just get this right. Are you are you telling me what you just said is to so was you'll have to remind me, was David using them as a crutch? Or David's because to me, to me that sounds like I wouldn't we still use Isaac Newton and we still use those people yeah. as scientific proof like so our modern sciences still use those people as proof so yeah fully it, and they should be but david was saying that well his explanation on how comets work was just wrong and so again with with these points what i've done is tried to find out what he's saying find out why it's wrong and also try and go back to the original point like how do we find out the distance from the sun where it started yeah very how do comets, like, why are comets the way that they are? Who was the first person to really look into it and start theorizing about it? Like, Halley's, you know, one of the first guys that did it because because of Halley's comet and his theories towards what was in the sky. But because because of the people who was hanging around with, though, that's the, you know, like a, a without sounding so basic, like a scratch my back, scratch yours situation. Like, that... Oh, he was... What, he, that, that story you just told me, and, and this is just me being naive, like... Mm -hmm. That sounds like that sounds like every modern story I hear these days, like about how successful people become. Because I hear about my mate who's like, oh, he can lay some bricks. And then my other mate's just like, well, I can do some drawings. And then they build a fucking house. And then all you all of a sudden they're multimillionaires because one of them draws buildings and the other one fucking makes them. Yeah. But they're not they are geniuses. I get what you well yeah but these guys kind of work see the thing is that you know the, the whole point about it was it started the story starts with you know charles the second's mate like that's where they got the money from it you know that the whole setup was the um that they were all oxford and cambridge graduates yeah so so what i'm saying is is was was that david's argument was david's argument on their side uh, David's argument was about comets and how they work and it wasn't that isn't how they work and so my point about going through real science and really sort of explaining so, like you know 
his David's explanation on how comets work and the way that they flow, the fact that, you know, I can't remember verbatim what he said in regards to, to comets, yeah. but his explanation was inaccurate. But when you want to find out about comets and why we know the knowledge about comets and how people in the 17th century could theorize about shit that is still to this day proved to be correct. The fact, like, here, let me finish this last bit. Okay, so Edmund Halley is now, he's an interesting chap who strangely had his own theories on a hollow earth, JJ. Uh, um, <laughs> we like this guy. It's kind of crazy until you learned that he went up and saw some of the Aurora Borealis and he came to the conclusion that it must be gas venting from inside the earth, which really isn't a bad speculation if you've never come across anything quite like that at the time. Um, yeah. And they were at the time they were trying to measure the earth's mass. Um, the way that David explains Halley's comet really does show that he knows very little about space and how it works or that he's flat out refuse to listen to <laughs> fully understand what it is and how it works that we humans and i think it was the esa not only landed on one but we managed to nick a bit of it and bring it back to earth if you want to watch the curious droid video he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to space shit he'll tell you all about it um, which turns out we completely nearly ballsed up the entire mission like everything that could go wrong did go wrong except yeah. the last contingency and we still managed to nail it so it landed on a comet it grabbed a bit and then it fucked off and it sent it back to yeah. Earth. These things well, wouldn't possible. Ekon's e is it Ekon's razor? I can't remember Ocon's the razor. Ocon's razor, yeah. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, it's chances are it is probably going to be the most believable thing that happens. Very much that's uh, old Sherlock Holmes, isn't it? If you eliminate all of the other ones, then whatever's left is going to be more likely. So, but that's that that's the thing with with that. Without getting too philosophical, again, it it's. It, I think it's just maybe I'm I'm not like having a dig at you, but it's the way that that story is described. It it's one of them things where it's like it sounds like three lads who are rich as fuck together who just decided to create something that and this is again where it came to where when well, David's talking about things and I'm just like oh yeah maybe those people who were fucking clever as fuck at school weren't the people to listen to because they only know their one speciality but then if there's four of them together they can create another speciality that no one has a fucking clue about because it's you know what I'll argue is that the 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 people that we're talking about are your pinnacles of their day. They're also in they were the people that set up this royal society. They were the people that were saying that we are at a pinnacle of time where we can start measuring stuff, learning stuff. They started coming out with theories that they could then go out and test. And it was a massive age of discovery, very much yeah. so, especially in the UK. Weirdly, later on, um, uh, that there is there's a little bit to do with France and the French the French when they went decided to go metric and they decided on they wanted the meter they wanted the kilogram where the meter comes from is a fascinating story like and the triangulations and the double telescopes and stuff I've got some really good notes on that but I like it's just yeah. <laughs> it's now. We, we're at midnight now so I wanted to wrap up because I can see you guys want to as well so um, oh no I'm I, I'd be here all JJ night, be all night yeah yeah there you but, would. But then <laughs> our, our listener depletion will slowly. You're like, oh, deplete. four hours of. We Dude. know the world is not flat. No, I'm nearly there. I'm totally we near. We knew it. the world wasn't flat before the episode started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you remember the Qantas pilot that we were talking about? Uh, the KLM pilot? Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. 
uh, I couldn't believe that he would go on about his interview as a three-hour interview, and she'd be grounded. And he, uh, he. Well, you told her. You told us that she was literally just like she didn't want a namesake and and all that. She didn't want a name yeah. told and bollocks. Right. Okay. Let me see what I can find out. John Farpoint has a twenty-five minute video interview with the Dutch lady that seems to have been grounded. I'm pretty sure that this is the woman that she's talking about gyros on a whiteboard. Interestingly, Mark Sargent has a five minute questionnaire. Oh, hang on a minute. It is Mark Sargent's video. The source is veteran 737 pilot grounded for flat earth comments an interview by Mark Sargent. You can't look it up on YouTube on Google. It's a duck, duck, go thing, but you can listen to the whole thing. I did. It's hilarious. She's <laughs> batshit. Seriously. We're talking, I'll paraphrase it. She had a row in the cockpit with one of the other flight crew. She excused herself from flying. She possibly grounded herself and then insisted on a psych report. It is unclear whether she's allowed to get behind a joystick again. And being that she was in control of jumbo jets for the people, I think that's probably a good thing. <laughs> It's funny. Go through it. Uh, at this point, David wanted to wrap it up. But I'm like, why? Because you guys have got like a ton of questions. And he then is asked a couple of questions and manages to answer like none of them. Yeah, he didn't so answer any of the questions. He just he just kept going and referring to his app. And yeah, so again, there's another bit for Professor Dave. Close your eyes and imagine that you're not spinning. Well, unfortunately, that's how it works. You can think, imagine what you want. <laughs> um, oh, God. He came out with a phrase, not knowing doesn't make you ignorant. It's refusing to not know that makes you ignorant. Dave, listen to your own advice, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, there's proof out there. Just don't be ignorant to it. Okay, yeah, so there's that. I, oh, literally, okay, I literally want to give my place in the podcast to Hooks. No, no. I'm literally just like, oh, no, I don't want please it. just take my uh, yeah. place. I was just the 9 11 one is going to be some. Oh, oh. Uh, well, oh. I was going to announce it anyway, so. Uh... No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, go on, go on, go on, go on. Carry on. Okay, okay, okay. Let me finish. Right. Do you ask the question, Mr. JJ? Why do we go into space more than we do see? Fantastic question. The answer is. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 under pressure. There you go. That's literally it. So if you go uh, into space, you're looking at one atmosphere's worth of pressure. So it's the same as going about 10 meters below the water. As soon as you start buggering down more than 10 meters, for every 10 meters that you go, you are carving the size of your, if you take your lungs or your balloon, so one balloon at the top is a balloon. You go down 10 meters, it's half the size. You go down another 10 meters, you're looking about a quarter of the size. Just 10 meters? Uh, 10 meters is, yeah, one atmosphere Fuck. every time you go down. I mean, I learned this from my scuba diving course and stuff, which was, it, you know. That's a scuba diving course. Fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was He really knows good. more than us. So, um, uh, yeah. Um, but what I did find was a 20-minute TED talk of a guy that asked exactly the same situation. He, he pulled out beautiful figures. He went on about Jam, James Cameron and his little sub that went down into the Marianas Trench. Um, he went on about funding and how funding issues uh, and how space is like in and like C was in for a bit in the 90s and the 2000s. But actually, because of Hollywood blockbusters and space, then it's more money's been pumped mm. into space because of commercial space. So there's loads of stuff in there about that. But I thought you'd find that one interesting. And there's also a video on leap year misalignment, which you was asking questions about. 
um, and that fully explains the leap year misalignment. I'll tell uh, you what, this is a this is an interesting one, and he, he, well, it's interesting to me. Probably not interesting to anyone else. I've got timing lights in my living room, right? And they're on a timer. Right. This is fucking, I think this is brilliant. For maybe three months, they come on at three minutes past four every day. But then all of a sudden they came on at seven minutes past four and they've been coming on at seven minutes past four all the time. Why? You think that you're no one turned the plug off because as soon as you turn the plug off, it resets them. You've got a three-minute leap year alignment clock. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying where's that? Where's that fucking three minutes going? Because I'm not uh, getting it. I'm not I'm getting that extra three minutes a day. Millennium bug. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Y2K. exactly. <laughs> it's too, that's, that's your classic Y2K. That is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> these are the last points of interest. Um, there's a beautiful deep dive uh, by Big Boss uh, Flat Earth Adventures. It, it comes oh, that's me. Mad Mike Hughes, he's the guy who killed himself in this rocket. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson and B.O.B. the rapper diss tracks. It covers some of the Twitter arguments that caused Flat Earth to get into the sort of media scene. Because I was quite interested by how Flat Earth gained so much momentum so quickly. And it's people like the arguments on Twitter between B.O.B. and Neil deGrasse Tyson. There's a guy called H.B. Bomber Guy, and he's got a measured response uh, and deep breakdown of flat earth uh, it goes into mark Sargent and a few other things that one's quite cool there was also a really good one because called folding ideas in search of flat earth and this one he took a gimbal out to a specific place on a lake where you can see the shore of the lake and he took the camera on a gimbal and he shows you the footage and then he puts the camera up so it just goes from here whoop, to up there yeah, from a from the sea level to a two meter bit. And he does it not on one day, but also does it on a second day to show you the curvature of the earth. And he does it in the video. It's a beautiful video. He explains it as he's doing it. And then at about the 16, maybe the 20 minute mark, the video changes direction and talks about how all flat earth is a QAnon. And it's fucking amazing. It's really deep. So, yeah, I highly recommend I don't that. think I even got that far. I remember seeing this video because he does it. It, that- it looks it looks fantastic. Yeah, as he just glides. And then uh, all of a sudden, I've, seen, I've also seen another video where someone uses a gimbal underwater Ooh. and then comes up because it's in like one of them underwater sacks. And it's so ridiculous because as soon as it hits the water, you can tell <laughs> that the, ang- the, the, the camera literally goes because of the weight of the water on top of it just goes like that. <laughs> so as it comes up it gets to the top and then it just goes like that and then lifts back up again oh. and I don't know if it's a guy trying to prove anything but it just looks good good bit of video <laughs> uh, why is crack um, flat earth what really makes sense this is a good take on the scientific method um, and scientific theory is by my own ambition one of the worst phrased things out there because it is fact. When it's something is theory, then it's theory. When something is fact, it's fact. But when something is scientific theory, it's fact. And it's hard for a lot of people to get their head around that the wording of scientific theory means truthful facts. Um, especially trying to disprove um, flat theory. Oh, yeah, they said there's science and then there's non-science. Science and nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. Really shit thing. Um, uh, <laughs> it's fine. There, I got it. I'm on board. There's something called concordance. 
And concordance is when several lines of thinking align to accentuate and solidify a point. And what I found with the majority of these flat earth theories and a lot of the things that we were shown is they do kind of make sense of their own accord. But when you put them together with other stuff, they fall apart. Yeah. And that's what the, the well, goes hoodwinked against. us. That's what we got hoodwinked, right? <laughs> um, there's a beautiful bit about the meter. So things you can do. Um, you can, like Larry and his ham radio, you can use a vertical antenna and chat to the ISS as it flies over your head. This can only be done within a 10-minute video, and there's a link to Larry's video. You can watch the world turn with a Foucault pendulum. This is a fuck-off-girt tower with a pendulum in the middle that goes back and forth, and it will rotate uh, at once per day. So if you I weld now, so I can probably make one of them. You could. You could yeah. Foucault yeah. it up. Into a bikini. Um, yeah. <laughs> is the same guy who proved that the Earth is globe using a bike and two sticks, and he's got a fantastic video there. Um, Red's rhetoric was the guy who took the pictures of the ISS going across the moon. Yeah. Um, there was... Uh, Henry Cavendish is someone that gets brought up a lot within the flat earth community because he had a massive set of balls. He uh, he used he basically <laughs> was trying to explain gravity. But they were flat. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. No, no, they were very much round. Uh, all um, right. They were very massive, mass being the operative word. Um, he was basically, he designed this experiment so that you have two balls and because they're both heavy balls, they will affect each other's masses and it moved a mirror. But no one can be anywhere near that experiment because it might affect the experiment. So you had to do the experiment miles away and look at it for a telescope. Yeah. Okay. That's well. That's similar to the the observation theory of simulation. Because so if, if you if you, if you watch it, it yeah, it affects it. Um, credibility that seems to have gone out the window these days. You know, longer the days have gone of the gumshoe reporters that kind of got to the bottom of the the case sort of thing. Um, yeah, and 
done that, done that, done that. So in conclusion, all of the, are all of these right? This is what this is the conclusive peak and the, the the convergence, the concurrence element of it. Con- and for anyone who's listening yeah. on the, listening on the uh, audio podcast, Hooks has just opened his curtains and revealed that he's actually on the spaceship. And he's in a flat earth. I've got a flat. There you go. It's all a lie. It, it's all I was lies. lying. The, it's the, the earth is flat. The earth is flat. <laughs> so in conclusion, um, uh, are all the people in all of these links shills? Are they all in on this giant secret? I've given a wide variety of massive spectrum of people from all walks of life who follow one simple model and a model that works, which is why uh, we have all of the tech that we use today. It inspires the younger generation to learn more about the universe and how it works, to stand on the shoulders of those giants that we mentioned before. It reaches even higher, continuously improving ourselves, evolving our tech and our knowledge. So anything that works against that is not only insulting to all the people within all so many different backgrounds who likely developed the tech that he built his app on, which also gets it gets all the data that helps him drive his app, but is potentially damaging towards people that are not prepared to delve in and educate themselves to what is real and what works and why. I found this interesting talk about conspiracy theories, and I think it's a TED talk and that, and it's a really nice, like, like cherry on the cake to really sort of like uh, put put the the ending in. And it is, I think, I think I relate and resonate with the the way that the guy talks about conspiracy theories, like we were talking about that want to believe, that need to escape yeah. from the bullshit that's going on um, and i really and it, liked the way that you made the noise of putting that cherry on the top that was really good <laughs> yeah i agree it's a magician thing so I, do you know what? <laughs> I had my hat here as well because like it seemed to be that every podcast i'd looked at you had hats oh on. hang on I'm, I'm gonna i've got yeah which, it's because ben was hiding his grotesque hair yeah I can't put now, so so that's that's it that's uh i've got uh seven and a half hours of links of youtube videos a I've, lot. Got I've, I've made that public now hucks after you shared it with me and i refused to read it because it was too fucking long yes true. Uh, very long <laughs> but yeah, i so- implore you if you genuinely if you like what i've said brilliant come and tell me if you don't like what i've said brilliant come and tell me let's have a discussion about it let's all be friendly and nice on the discord and stuff mate right. it'll you'll be you'll be absolutely fine like i i can't i can't give kudos any more than what you've done for us like and as a podcast and this podcast individually yeah like the fact that you've you've literally held yourself so fucking well and what you've said i'm just like i this is the problem maybe not for me and ben or me and dean but I definitely get sucked into this shit yeah. way too much. I do. But, I, I, but it's, it is, and it is like we've said a few times now, and Huxley said, it is that being able to suspend reality and delve deep into something and believe for a little while, because it is mm-hmm. fun to make believe, and it's fun to believe that it's all real, and that, like you know, that the, the, the other like, thing. How fun was it when we thought Helia was real? you did tell you what right this is a separate podcast on its own but this was one of the main things that got me and ben into it like i think i feel hellier was before we even started talking about the podcast yeah links back doesn't it It, uh, honestly we watched it and i was just like i've done a spirit box like years ago and i was just like fuck man this is fucking dog shit but if you've got a like if you've got one of those creative minds where you're just like you're looking for things and I don't know 
like you mentioned earlier on that you're like you're a full-blown atheist and i'm just like that is fucking awesome like i don't i don't i'd rather you exactly it's nothing to do with me it's uh, sorry you it's to do with the projection of you on me i'd rather you be a full-blown atheist than you telling me about god and shoving it down my throat because one it doesn't affect me and two i'm happy that you're happy that you don't believe in anything you know that's fine and i think the thing with hellia was it was just like oh my god it's opened up a new avenue for my beliefs and stuff and i think it was the same with the flat earth thing like all of it before was entertainment until he started talking about the the realms outside of our thing. And regardless of whether we live on a fucking flat earth or a round earth, maybe there is realms further than that. Like, and what you said before about when I mentioned about us not going into the sea and more than we're going into the sky, maybe, maybe there is fucking shit down there. Like, all this stuff with uh, Nemitz and stuff like that, things coming out of the ocean and shit. Like, what? What is that? Like, what is what? Are hey, I'm I'm down with the aliens. I'm still like I'm there with Dean. You yeah. know, looking at all of those alien podcast cast bits. But I mean, the other thing that um uh yeah that, that I wanted to say is like, although this has frustrated the fuck out of me, and although I've ended up like shouting at the screen, David has also inspired me to look up so many more things that i would have never looked at had i have not had the opportunity because of the claims that he'd made so yeah i don't agree with half of the stuff that goes on like and i think that it is wrong to be trying to pleading to to to, to you know sell the good word and like get the word out there and tell the people but to do that and then to try and charge as well is very like awkward situation it does fall into the lines of the snake oil salesman so it's kind of the the viewpoint of where he done it but i you know i will give the guy props and that like he's inspired me to go out and hopefully if anyone's still watching this podcast then for them to go and check out all of the links on the discord for them to educate themselves to really see what yeah. goes on and then inspire you to learn learn and progress and find out cooler yeah. things on top of that so you know it I don't know. I give I'm it, glad I give... we both didn't wear hats on this podcast because if they you both, if they literally you signed in on. and saw me and you wearing hats, they would have signed out. You instantly. still got the hats on now. I <laughs> yeah, mean... I know. Yeah, but it's all right because it's near the end. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but like, so in conclusion, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think you've done a very good job of trying to prove Try it. that the... <laughs> it's a draw. It's a draw. <laughs> <laughs> But it, luckily, we're being funded by the David Voice uh, Flat Earth app, and uh, you can download <laughs> it now from the App Store. Uh, there's no promo code. He gets all the money, uh, uh, and we I, we get not point not 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 five percent of a Bitcoin for Bitcoin. every every sell we make. So, yeah. you know, that's that's at least five pounds. So sorry, Hux, you tried to convince us, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get uh, Dogecoin on it. The uh, no, I, Ben's just indicate that he needs to have a shit, but I really want to see a magic trick. So if you can fucking sort hey. that out, oh Christ, no, don't force him. He can do it on the next one that we bring him on. No, he can do it on this one. Uh, uh, I can't on, go wait. until you guys go because I'm recording. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna do a magic trick in a minute. I'm gonna make. <laughs> 
I'm going to make fecal matter come out of my anus. Oh, I tried to watch um, the Al Capone film with Tom Hardy. Oh, it and looks horrendous. Oh, it's Is it so horrendous? bad. He shits himself in the bed. Like in the one of the first in like the first twenty minutes, I, I said it off. Yeah, but is that is that him being a really good actor, or is that just yeah, him shit? I don't know if Tom Hardy shit the bed. I think it might have been. Uh, Tom Hardy is like he's one of those again, like this whole generation of like men men being awful. Like the amount of women that are just like, oh, Tom Hardy, the things I'd do to him, and I see him acting, I'm just like, fucking, you've seen Batman, right? Oh my god. I'm buffering It's so bad. It's so bad. Also, yeah. before you do this, Hooks, I just want to yeah. say a very, I'm sure Ben and Dean have already said it, but we all want to say like a huge thanks to you for, for this and for what you do yeah. for the Not Another Conspiracy yeah. podcast community. And we would love to have you on again soon. Yeah. Me to jab along about, and I'm sure I'll waffle for three and a half hours. No, so, no, it's fucking good. Well, well uh, before you do this magic trick, uh, for all the YouTube viewers, so if you're <laughs> listening to the podcast, skip to whatever minute it is on the on the audio podcast, jump onto the YouTube and watch Hux do a magic trick. But I'm I gonna, re- I'm, gonna re- trick. <laughs> I'm gonna reveal, I'm gonna reveal the next series of podcasts we're going to be doing uh for not another conspiracy podcast and the reason we've been quiet for a long time is because we are doing the big one we are we are jumping in with the biggest conspiracy probably the one that opened a lot of people's eyes to the fact that maybe the government hasn't got your best interests at heart uh and uh it goes it starts all the way back in 1949 so we're doing a three-part podcast on 9-11 how it started, what caused it, the what really caused it, what happened on the day, and then the third part will be the aftermath and what's been put into place because of 9-11, including the fact that fucking Google wouldn't have the fucking, their grips on your fucking privacy, all your private information, if 9-11 hadn't happened because of the fucking Patriot Act has given Google the right to take your fucking data. So anyway, that and for is people, the people who don't know 9-11, it's not 9-11-1949, it's 9-11-2001. Just or, to, yeah, or if just you're English, or if you're English, it's 11-9. 11-9. <laughs> oh yeah, shit is. Yeah. If you're English, it's 11-9 is the date, is September the 11th. 11-9. Oh yeah. Ninth <laughs> 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 of November. Hooks, <laughs> please for this last magic trick, take your hat off. You did okay. Hats off. Hats off. Just so I know, there's no, there's no aces in your hat. Get yeah. yeah, That's true. It's true. Right pack here we cards, go. Pack of cards. Okay. Um, that, that looks like a fucking well-used pack of cards. That. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I'm going to do the first bit with you, Ben. Ben, I want you to think of a card and I will name it. Go on then. If you, if you, okay, uh, wait, not like uh, Queen of Hearts, Ace of Spades. You're thinking of a, a random one, yeah? He, he's, he, he, yeah, got one? He's got it. Okay, I'm going to name it. Are you ready? Um, Lucy. No, not no. Yes, let me explain. This is my ex-girlfriend deck of cards. Oh, right. Can you see this or is it reversed? No, I can see it. It's just Tina. Oh, perfect. 
So yeah, you got Tina, Erin. Uh, you get the gist. You got Tess. Uh, what oh. was your card? What? What was your card? I was going to say the Joker, but I thought that was a bit of a cunty move. It so, was a cunty move. I only got Jack, some... Jack of Clubs. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. Okay, so uh, we've got eight of diamonds, nine of spades, Jack of diamonds. We're looking for, what did you say? Jack of Clubs. Jack of Clubs. Okay, let's have the a little look. Flat. Ten of Clubs. There we go. We've got Jack of Hearts. We look at Jack of Spades. That's got to be the next one in nearly, here. Nearly, Jack nearly. of Clubs. What did oh, I say? Lucy. I did, didn't I? Ah. I definitely did. <laughs> ah, the earth is flat. The earth oh, is wait, flat. Wait. The earth is flat. Wait, 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 wait. Because sometimes people see this, right? They say, Huxley, wait, 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 wait. Hang on a minute. First of all, right, we didn't see the whole deck of cards, right? Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then second of all, they say, hang on a minute, Huxley are you really award-winning? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really award-winning. And they're like, if you were really award-winning, you'd be able to do that trick the other way around. And I'm like, what? So you think of the name and I think of the card? Okay, let's do it that way around. So this time, Mr. JJ, okay? Yeah. Can you think of a girl's name with four letters? Don't say it, just think of it. Traditional English girl's name. They've all, okay. got, all of those girls' names on that card have got four letters. Yeah. Yeah, traditional four lettering, not an abbreviation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not like funnily spelt like Danny with an I or Shaniqua. That's got more than four. Thank you. I'm glad you got the gag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so traditional English girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Just thinking of it now. Don't say it. Just think of it. Four letters, JJ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay. And let me. Okay. I'm gonna. Ah, it's all Wait part of the trick. It. All part of the trick. Uh, I think you're gonna pick that one. Okay. Oh, I, I fucking hope it is. This will be okay. embarrassing if not. Um, no, only for him, not for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Flat Earth, mate. Flat the Earth there. is flat. If you get this wrong, the Earth is flat. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's another arm. He's got another arm. He's got another arm. <laughs> okay. He's right. a real magician. Wait, wait, wait. You're holding it. Hold on the other side. Hold on the other side. Yeah, get your hand on the other side. Yeah. Hold it up there. Leave her alone. That's it. Then it's in shot. And Stop then there's mansplaining. There you go. Man, some mansplaining. Right. What's the girl's name, JJ? Anna. What? Anna. A-N-N-A. A-N-N-A. Okay. So not yeah. Tina, not Erin, not Tess, not Ruth, not Leah, not Kate, not Jill, not June, not Lisa, not Jane. Anne? No, you said Anna. Anna, yeah. Anna, okay, so not Anne. You want Mary? Anna, that's what you said, yeah? yeah? Anna, okay. So you could have had Jean, Dawn, Jean, Rudy, Rita, Rose, Lois, Lara, Iris and Edna. That was Is a good write, night. She's writing it on bucket paper. That was a good night. Cara, Beth, Mona, there's a whole heap you could have had, but you said Anna. Yeah. Is that? Poor heart. All right. Anna, uh, uh, that? I know. Very good. That's very, very good. The earth is but flat. The earth good. is fucking flat. <laughs> that girl, it's still flat though. <laughs> oh, that was very good. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> and there's your accomplice. <laughs> so yeah, that's me. That's what I do. Oh, that was good, man. Off the top of the dome, anyway. So. It was yeah, good, very man. good, very good, Enjoyed very it. good. Enjoyed that. And if you liked that magic, please sign up for the Patreon. 
Uh, yeah, so come round, come round to your house and do a personal magic treat. Let's treat. But it, it costs yeah. seven hundred pounds. It is twenty five. Yeah. You get one trick. You get one trick, and then he leaves into the night. Yeah, and he he flies off on his jet. But I will cross the plane for three and a half hours on flat Earth, anti-flat Earth. Yeah, exactly. It just goes like this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hashtag Globetard. Hashtag Globetard. Globetard. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that podcast where Mr. Huxley, the mod of the the Discord channel, ripped apart. Not like Paul Weller, the mod. No. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, have you have you heard that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you sent me it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, the uh, the 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 Wellhead song well by uh, Goldie Looking Chain. Oh no, I haven't heard this one. And I look up Wellhead. Oh, it's good. It's Wellend. Well the last one that they uh, did that I listened to, which was the Waitrose one, and that well, one. I've I heard that one. I've only done Wellend. Thank you so much, Hux. <laughs> we I appreciate everything you do on the podcast for the podcast and on this podcast especially and uh we will make sure that we get you on to do some other episodes in the future for sure Thank like, you it's for good to have someone knows what the fuck they're talking about and hasn't just made it up yeah, i don't I know what i'm say. talking about i just i scratched the surface of research man it's been a pleasure though but and thank you for having the opportunity to say to just uh, you know chat with you boys say it's been sort of 14 or 15 episodes that i've been sat there scribbling down notes and getting to know you so it's nice that you put names to faces the other way around this time yeah i was gonna say that was the thing i was most nervous about was like i wonder if hooks is weird i was like yeah. no he's all right. he is <laughs> he fucking is but oh, he's like, oh, the big weird. reveal of the podcast is that hooks actually lives on the e-i-s-s-i-s no no and the f is flat on the iow it's definitely oh, flat a... out there. Yes. Definitely flat. Just imagine if a UFO just flew straight past his window. Then <laughs> we could put you should it in. Definitely, it. You it should definitely put that on the on the description of the show. It's like, watch this guy's reaction when a UFO flies past his window. Yeah. <laughs> at, at three at four hours. <laughs> Clickbait. So good. Three hours in. I'm, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast, but it uh, it's definitely going to be uh, not anti flat Earth. Yeah, I don't know how you like. They they're going to call flat Earth. They, well, I think they need to listen to it, so it might be uh, we debunk this debunker or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I really want to trick people with this. Yeah, one. that's a good hook, man. No, they're going to come. They're going to come running. David's got a posse and they seem very vocal. Mm. So that's cool. As long as you come and bring well, We've in seen them in the comments server. and we appreciate that they, they were very appreciative of the way that we were like, we, we accepted David's, you know, chat. And I think we did. And it was interesting. What he was saying was interesting. Uh, it's just, but like we went into that podcast, not doing any research, not having a fucking clue. Same as everything we have. Everything like all, we all podcasts. Like, all podcasts. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been a really enjoyable podcast talking to you and having a laugh. Uh, it's a shame Dean didn't, didn't get to see the magic trick, but I'm sure he'll watch it back. I'll not. do another one for Dean another day. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what the third part of the magic trick was. Huh? If the what fucking that? four of hearts was in your anus. Yeah. No, it was in Dean's anus. <gasps> oh, imagine if it's there now. He's just gone for another shit, and the four of clubs 
comes out, he's like, what Text him now. Yeah, if the if the four of clubs comes out, I'd be like, what what shitty magic trick is this? I said the I'm four gonna, of hearts. I'm gonna get hold of uh get hold of Dean's missus and see if she can strategically place her four of hearts somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> In his anus. <laughs> when he's asleep. Oh god. Oh, I feel like I feel like I've got the four of hearts up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Make no, sure you join the uh, Discord, people. If you're not a Discord already, and you can join the Patreon, but it doesn't give a, it doesn't matter. Uh, don't bother following us on Instagram because no one ever updates it. OGSocks.co.uk with the promo code NAC. Uh, anything else you want to plug, Hux? You got a channel that you want to plug? Oh no, no, I'm on there. I've got my. I really want to plug the purple thing that's floating. Yeah, above what is this? <laughs> it's been there the whole podcast, and it's been floating. Oh. Uh, some kind of lantern. Yeah, it's a lovely lantern. But yes, uh, I, I am, yeah, Huxley Magic, the award-winning Isle of Wight magician, available for kids' parties, weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs, you name it. When Boris you allows gonna be, it, You ain't going to be able to do any kids' parties after being on this podcast, mate. <laughs> no! <laughs> shadow banned! <laughs> shadow banned for kids' parties for, for hanging out with an opinion. Yay, science. <laughs> Offending any nonces. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. Right, thank you so much. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. What happens? Oh, maybe it did. 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 Oh, maybe it did.